This is the Burbs Network. You're now listening to Silver Spoons. Ooh, RJ. <laughs> Struggle first. Laughing at these niggas in these fake busts. Can't trust no hoes, they just get fucked. And for these sour ass niggas that they so tough, the XD 30 plus, you could get touched. Drop heads in the summer with around trucks. Roll a whole quarter up when I'm trying to smoke. Ghetto fab in this bitch, you short is what you want. Cause all these niggas say they will like they really won't. Cause I got niggas in that bitch who ain't coming home. Mine gone, smoke woods till my face froze. The bank closed, I'ma show you how to make pros. Case closed, I ain't fucking with you, stank hoes. Dope man, nice, dope boy, bag. I can tell niggas hurting, what you need a bag? That's an Uber, why you boosting like this paper task? Cause niggas see you on top and try to bring you back. Really posted up your mans like a car flat. Get so high, she probably caught a contact. I probably hit her one time and lost contact. And send that bitch down the way like bye, rap, bye. All my life I've been trying to hide the ghetto with me. Trying to do good in my hood with all this rapper with me. Call myself the yak guy with this devil in me. Trying to let me hear a petty bitch, you got a schedule with me. Boss shit, 30 on my head, but it's more shit. I'm cautious, these niggas flood shades that ain't cost shit. Ghetto fat, bustin' bikes in the cafe. See me in the whip, they take a selfie to the tag. Drop a ticket on the verse, ain't no doubt, and I'm a spaz. Quiet cuz, touchdown, nigga loud when he pass. He at Willie's when he leaving, I just pray, never crash. If you ain't plug, you get charged out the ass. More city villain, chillin', verse, killin' for my angels. Wanna play me like a hoe, you better try a different angle. Won't stripes off a star, he ain't even see a spangle. Out a shiny little circle, leave a whole nigga tame. Murder men, how I'm living, you can bet I make it. A hundred chances, they ain't give me, so I had to take it. I'm only bumping me and lockers, half these niggas faking, and I hate this basic ass style. I had to make a statement. RJ Lamont got these motherfucking streets talking. So, once again, Episode 8 of Silver Spoons. I know her as T.T. Rose, but y'all oh, gotta know her as Rose Marie Bay. Yeah. I can't believe you used to call me that. Where they can find you at T.T. Rose. <laughs> oh my goodness. So it depends on when this air, because uh, it's right now. No, no Friday. Friday. It's Friday. coming. Uh, just on IG right now, at Rose Marie Bay. Working on the website. So you can uh, bookmark it, www.rosemarie.com. Yeah, that's me. Tell people a little bit about yourself, like what you into, what you do. Okay. So first of all, I want to say you super dope because you like old as dirt, which you <laughs> not know, like not in a bad way. <laughs> but that is my nephew, and he is not ashamed to call me TT, and it keeps him real young. And I just, I totally respect that about you securing your manhood to call me TT Rose. You my auntie, ain't you? I was gonna say that. You could say auntie, or some people call it auntie by their first name. I mean, my sister do that too. I think it's probably like women do that. Mm-hmm. But for for a man, like oh, I would never call it? my granny or my auntie or my mom about it first. Not my granny or my mom. Yeah. I look at all of them the same. These like oh, the women that I hold have. <laughs> <laughs> they don't got that. They don't got as much as my mom and my granny. Praise God. <laughs> 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 Jesus, thank God they ain't my mom. <laughs> uh, I respect that. 
Smith. I mean, you always claim to be, you know. But um, a little bit about me, record, recording artist, um, community activist. Uh, lo- geographically, I'm in Ohio right now. And uh, originally born in Pontiac, raised in Detroit. And I just, I was listening to the, um, to the other podcast, and I want to say something. When I moved to the, uh, Ohio like 10 years ago, people would ask me where I was from. And I would automatically just say Detroit, because I didn't want to explain what Pontiac was. Because besides, like, the, the Silverdome, nobody knew anything about it. And so, like, yeah, over the past, like, decade, like, I've seen the evolution of what you guys have been doing. And so I, like, legit feel like when I say it, Thank people you. will know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, big up to all of y'all. It's a lot of people going hard Yeah. for people to say, you know, to have the confidence to say that they're from Pontiac when they leave out of here. Yeah. It was hard. I mean, I didn't. I just didn't claim it. And I'm not ashamed to say because I just literally was like, who, what, where? It's like, where the Lions used to play? <laughs> oh, okay. It, it was awesome. Awesome. I remember when I was like in, I don't know if it was middle school or high school, and we went on a trip or something, and like a guy, wherever we was at, some event we went to, and they were like, where are you from? And they're like, oh, as a matter of fact, it was a college tour. And he's like, where are you guys from? And we're like, Pontiac. And he's like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, the, the Mr. C, Mr. C was like, tell him Detroit. And then we yeah. like, we ain't from Detroit. <laughs> so we like, but that's, it's the Detroit Legit. metro area. Legit. We like, oh, okay. I did it one time when I moved out of town, and I got the dumb look. I was like, never again. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it's, already, it's like, too me, much to yeah, explain. It was too much. But now I feel like, legit, if people, like, was to Google it, like, y'all would come up hot. And I appreciate that. I do. So, um, yeah, songwriter, um, making music. I got a single out now I'm super proud of. It's busy, but then busy. It is. Busy. I listen to it. You did? Yeah, Thank you. It. Thank you. It's 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 it was a labor of love. It took a year to write it. So we doing it. I write songs like every day. So my and, and communities. I still. I mean, I've been in Ohio so long. Like I rep for like the Cleveland metro, like, not just Cleveland, but um, the whole Tri City area, like it's Canton, Akron, and Cleveland. And I got connections in all those places. Lived in Columbus. Dropped my first mixtape in Columbus in 2011. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of got roots like all over the place. And um, all of these places mean a lot to me. So my goal is just to make an impact um, this year. You know, for the for y'all generation. That's dope. Yeah, thank you. It was crazy for me listening to that song because, really? you know, <laughs> Granny used to be forcing us to listen to gospel right. music growing up. So when I got to the point where I could choose what I listened to, I ain't never put on that gospel song. <laughs> never in life. So I press play on this song and I'm like, what's going to happen? And then I just get the rock, and I'm like, okay. And gospel horns, spazzing. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I ain't heard that yet. Thank you. Spazzing mm-hmm. and gospel form. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like I'm an anomaly, not like, you know, I'm trying to stand out. And I was thinking about it today. I, I blew down on the wrong location, first of all. And uh, I had some trap. I don't know what it is. This, this dude out of uh, Texas named Tim Woods. Y'all should look him up. He's super dope. And it's like trap positivity music. It's like a whole bunch of affirmations. Mm. And it's like no profanity whatsoever. And I was like super turned. Because I was like, he's singing my whole life. Y'all got to look him up. It's and, gospel? Um, What's his name? It's, it's not gospel. Tim Woods. It's not gospel. It's just like super positivity, though. And he don't use no profanity. He keep it PG. And it just goes so hard. And when you listen to him, you know, he'll change your life. And so... um 
I was I really questioned my identity as a gospel artist. That's what I was you gonna ask you too. Would you classify your music as gospel? Yeah. Or is it just positive? Yeah. You know what? And I'm tempted because I don't necessarily I feel like I could cap myself if I call myself a gospel artist. Mm-hmm. Um but I really like I have no desire to cross over. I legit like don't. You know what I'm saying? I I may write songs for other people and sell them and things of that nature just because I couldn't sing all the songs that I write in my lifetime. Um, but I have no desire to cross over just simply because I feel like a lot, a lot, enough people in the gospel industry, if you know anything about it, how people move right now, like they trying to get clout, mm-hmm. I feel like intentionally and it, it don't come off genuine, depending on how you do it. Um, but like what it's about and who I'm seeing about it is just always, I don't know, is it clear? Like the song, I feel like I, it's kind of depending on who it is, it could fall a different way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I always want to sing gospel, but I don't feel like I fit in with them. Because it's, I love trap music. I love the trap beat. I don't always like the message behind whoever mm-hmm. it is necessarily. But um, like if I need to get work done, if I'm tired, you know what I'm saying? If I'm not motivated, if I put on the right beat, which 9 out of 10 is going to be trap beat, right. you know what I'm saying? That, it, it, I get it done. It just do something for me, and I write from that place. It's like a science with them beats. Yeah. Like people know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It I ain't no coincidence. Like I do. People know what they're doing. People... People being taught like about certain frequencies mm-hmm. and vibrations mm-hmm. into music. Like that's why all the singles that come out at a certain time right. be the exact same amount yeah. of BPMs and stuff right, like right. that. People know what they're doing. Yeah. 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 Are definitely it's real, yeah. 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 They they yeah. controlling people with that. They control yeah. people with instruments and stuff First like that. You yeah. into your subconscious. <laughs> you what's, so what's so deep about me? Because I'm not a producer or a musician yet. Just you know what I'm saying. I guess the lyricist. All of my stuff come. Ninety percent of stuff I write just like literally come from me with no composition, no music whatsoever. <laughs> and so when I get with my producer, shout out to girlfriend Keith. He out of Barber in Ohio. He just, hey, I know what this feel like. Let me just, like, trust me with this. And he'll take it in the lab and cook it up, and it'll come out trappy. And I'm like, that's exactly what it feel like. Like, it feel right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just a gospel artist who love trap. And I just keep writing it, even without the music. Like, hey, I don't ever go in there. Like, give me a super-duper trappy beat. You know what I'm saying? It's just who I am. And I feel like it could get me in trouble in the future. Hopefully not. You know, trying to move a certain way in the industry. But, I mean, with with... You know, the industry, the way it is with independent artists, I don't necessarily need nobody to validate me, I feel yeah. like, right. inside of gospel music. Your music don't validate itself. Because it's you, original. Yeah. It's not. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. If I you keep that. on putting out songs, like, not like that, but mm-hmm. if you keeping your content the same, your yeah. message locked in on what, what you're trying to convey, people ain't going to... Yeah. It can't lead you to no trouble. Right. You came yeah. out with a message and you stuck to that message yeah. throughout your whole... Yeah. Years, so yeah. I appreciate that. And that's my goal because, like, a lot of gospel artists I grew up like loving, especially being from Detroit. I actually graduated from Munford. And so, if you're a gospel head and you know anything about Detroit, you know the Clark sisters went there, the Winans went there, like, Commission with actually one of the members from Commission was working there, which is they're legendary, like, Gospel Hall of Fame. And they all went to high school I graduated from. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, I feel like a lot of them were, like you said, the content and the message was strong, but I feel like as it went on, you know, and it started getting more glamorous and they started getting more money and more mm-hmm. prestige, I feel like a lot of the messages kind of got lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? And that's my goal is to keep it true and to keep it, uh, like you said, solid and centered and, and positive. So, I don't know. We'll see. You always can tell. How would you say, well, not how would you say, like, what's really the differences between the gospel industry mm-hmm. and regular hip-hop? Because mm-hmm. Uncle Raymond, right. he's been in both, so I know you got a chance to really see inside mm-hmm. both of them. Yeah. 
So, so technically, and, and it's so watered down right now, like, I'm not even trying to be completely correct or not step on people's toes, because, and I really feel like I'm a, I'm a disruptor to the gospel music industry, like, when people write, really finally figure out what the movement is going to be about, um, because my goal is, as a gospel artist, you ask the question, what's the difference? Traditionally, the word gospel like not trying to take out a church or nothing, mm-hmm. but it means good news, mm-hmm. and the good news is the message of like Yahweh and what He believed. You believe the Bible from cover to cover. So literally, like our job is to take that message and put it in song form. That's what it was supposed to mean. If you go back to the stuff we didn't want to listen to mm-hmm. as kids, like that's what it was about. They literally were singing the the, the Psalms like word for word. Mm-hmm. They literally would sing a story about Moses. Like, word for word. And so, you have rap artists who can do the same exact thing. Shout out to Kingdom Music. He another under, underground, like, gospel artist who crazy. Like, like not corny at all. He was ex-gangbanger. Live out in Cali. His his twin got shot down. And he was living that, that gang life or whatever. And he turned his life over. And when I say the dude spit fire. And, like, he get respect from gospel and non-gospel artists. Like, his major label was trying to sign him. And he's never done nothing but gospel. Just to show you, like, how dope he is. Like, he got, like, RCM people was trying to throw deals at him that he never wanted. So, the dif- difference between it is it could be the same beats. It could be, like, the same cadence. You know what I'm saying? You even you had the same swag, but the goal was always to tell the message. Mm-hmm. And so the problem is I feel so many people now are trying to blur that line because they want clout. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is if everybody crossing over, then there won't be no industry. And so I don't pe- believe people understand. Even in regular hip-hop, I heard a conversation with the dude, what's his name, Lil, is it Lil Nas? The dude who did the country song? And they were saying the same way they protecting the country genre. they like, no, we don't want you here. They was like, we need to protect hip-hop instead of letting everybody on that chart. Because it came from, from us. You understand what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with any genre. You can't just say, like, hey, I'm a gospel artist, but I'm not going to talk about that message just because I want clout. And yeah. they don't outwardly say that. But they'll get in these types of environments and say, don't put a label on me. Like, hey, when you introduce me, when you write this up, don't call me gospel. Like, don't say I'm a Christian artist because they're trying to get... And I'm not going to name names because that that'll start a whole other conversation, but... I'm really super passionate about it because I think it's corny. Yeah. I think it's mad corny because we need that genre f- to serve its purpose. Yeah. You can still have respect for another genre and that, that not be your identity. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that'll get me all fired up and get me started. <laughs> I mean, people just corny for real because they, you know, they want to get in in different circles. And you can still be you and get respect, especially with social media. Like, it can go down in DMs. You can be anywhere with anybody doing anything. You don't got to sell out for people to include you. So you feel like like it's important in gospel artists letting the genre die? Do I feel like they are? Yeah. I personally do. I feel like they do. I feel like it'll always be around because you have lovers of gospel music that are demanded. But I'm, I've been, and that's the problem, like I literally have spent the last 10 years as a consumer, like kind of studying and watching. And then especially with social media, like information comes like at the speed of light. You can just get any, anything you need, like it's at your fingertips. So I'm doing research on this person, that person, figure out this person sold out and that person sold out. And just as a fan of it, like trying to find a good track for even a female gospel artist, it's hard to find. It's just the same ones, and they all. I was sound gonna say that like, I can't, I can't think of the last time I even listened to gospel. Yeah. But I also can't remember like. How you see like on news feeds like oh this mm-hmm. is a new R and B or this yeah, new hip hop exactly. they're not like, breaking a lot of them. yeah they don't yeah. break the barriers to that like, new gospel artist like, I've, I've never like if I had to name a gospel artist that I can name on top of my head it's gonna be Kirk Franklin and right. he like he been in the game twenty thirty years yeah exactly and so 
even in the comments, like the fans are sick of it. They'd be like, nobody asked for this. Like, what is y'all doing? Like, Tasha Cobbs did that song with Nicki Minaj. What? You know what I heard. You know what I heard that, and I was like, and even people who don't like gospel music didn't get it. Yeah, they didn't I, understand. I didn't hear it. I, I heard it once, and I was like, yeah, they didn't understand. And, I, and the only reason why I heard it was because I was in the car with my mom one day, mm-hmm. and she only listened to gospel. Yeah, the gospel station, and I heard. I'm like, is this Nicki Minaj yeah. rapping on a gospel song? And then cool. I couldn't even. I couldn't even listen to what her lyrics were because yeah. I could. I was oh, hearing, her, I was hearing yeah. her tone of voice and yeah. I was like, "It don't go. It don't go." What are you doing? Here? Well, yeah, like, even who, my son. How much did she pay you? For <laughs> my son is nine, and he booed out on me uh, in, a, in Ohio. To me, like rolled up, pulled up, <laughs> and I, I tried not to use Ohio slang because I'm like, I'm. I feel like people Detroit. say that here too, though. Okay, yeah. they like okay because when they first said, I was like, "What does that even mean?" Like, okay, well, I'm about to go down, go what, where? <laughs> I'm about to pull up on you, like, oh, okay. <laughs> so my son moved out on me the day it dropped, and he was like, "Mommy, is that is that nigga Minaj?" And he, in his young little tender, you know, pure face, he was like, off it. And they they be saying it's for them. And it's like you don't even know what they want for real. That's what yeah. you want to do. Like, they just don't care about Nicki. They don't be caring no. about that. He was offended. He didn't get it. Yeah. As a child, he knew who she would like. He ain't seen her booty popping like all over the screen because I don't let him watch it. But he knows some of her songs, and he knows she don't belong there. Like, mm-hmm. like shout out to her. Like, no disrespect. But I'm, I can't go up in that industry and try to move like that, yeah. you know, because it's just a respect to what they do and what we do, and we can all be comrades and not necessarily try to. You know, cross certain boundaries that shouldn't like some stuff just gotta stay sacred. Yeah, I feel I that. I heard some good, good kind of crossover tracks, but I also felt like the disingenuousness and mm-hmm. like Kirk Franklin <laughs> right. and Kanye West right. together on the right. tracks. Right. Like that's, you can hear, yeah. Kanye yeah. West got a gospel album. He does Sunday service at Coachella this what? week. What? He's been doing it every week. Yeah. He's been doing these Sunday Oh, that's that little thing where like they like outside and stuff. Yeah, I never listen. I never listened to it, but I kept seeing it. And I'm like, what is he doing? Oh, his behalf, I think he cloud chasing. Okay. I be- yeah, that's, I believe Kirk Franklin is still strong in what he yeah, believes yeah, in. Yeah, but at the same time, I know he did it for that check. Yeah, yeah. 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 I did not know that was like a good thing about Kirk and people like it's still crazy. gospel out even. Snoop did a full gospel album. I love how she ain't here for none of it. I love how she ain't here for none of it. Snoop dog a full gospel album, front to back. Snoop got a lot of type of albums. He got a reggae album. What? He just trash shit. I forgot about Snoop's life. Snoop out here like I'm trying everything. I'm old. I'm trying like, everything. Snoop about to drop a country album. I'll bet you If it ain't already out, it's Snoop coming. Snoop just trying to push people on. I mean, fuck it, dude. I believe that. Oh, no, I Snoop. How much y'all want to bet? If it ain't all right now, I can see that. If he already worked on it, I can or R&B? He gonna sing R&B? I think he got an R&B album out. Yeah, the project that's all. I forgot about that. Yeah, all R&B songs. I can't. That's he did touch everything. He tried everything. Did he do pop yet? Uh, kinda. He did that. Yeah, yeah. He did the California Girls remix with Katy Perry. I'm a giant Snoop fan. I'm sorry. You are. My bad. No, that's fine. He got a legit on everything. Everything. He wow. has a legit fool. And I heard the last podcast y'all did, which was so dope. I couldn't finish watching because I was in front of Granny making cookies. 
and it was profanity. <laughs> so even though she can't hear everything because she listens slow, you don't want her to catch I it. want her to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and be like, what? definitely don't. She was like, what did I say? Christopher. No, for real. And then when I told her, she called you. She hit you up strong. But um, even when he was talking about like just watching for signs and you know what I'm saying moving different once you reach a certain place in your life. And I love everything he was saying just about like self correction and all of that. Like all of that knowledge and wisdom, even our music and the music even they make. It all, and I'm gonna say I'm not trying to take you out of church. But it comes from a spiritual place. Mm-hmm. Like it's a spiritual source. And so even be more beyond not trying to blur the lines of, of genre and style and, and, and music, it's like some spiritual energy can't coexist. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And one of my favorite scriptures talk about how light and darkness. If it's pitch black in here, the minute you light a candle, it got to push back. The minute we flick the light on, like it won't be dark no more. And so what I'm saying is if you come from a certain place, just because you've seen the lyrics and you call it disingenuous, and that's a thousand percent it. It's mm-hmm. not genuine. But some people be so asleep. You know what I'm saying? They be so asleep, they'll ingest that anyway mm-hmm. and put their guard down just mm-hmm. because this person is talking about God. And you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the thing about a whole Nicki Minaj conversation is as soon as she dropped that gospel single, she did that that Minaj cover for like I think Paper Magazine, mm-hmm. where she was like having sex with herself. Yeah, it was completely pornographic. That. It was completely pornographic, and she she dropped that joint with Yo Gotti the same day. That I think she dropped the one with Tasha Cobbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's messy. Well, the point. It's super it messy. And so my thing is, if that's what you want to do, like you know, it's a time and place for everything. I can't talk to a stripper and talk down to her and tell her you can't do this. Because the money is what it is, and in that environment, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But if she was trying to be like, oh, I'm stripping for Jesus all of a sudden, yeah. and take that pole, take that music, take that attire into church, now it's beyond inappropriate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can have a conversation, and I'll talk to her, she's like, well, look, sis, and I knew somebody. I was in an abusive relationship. My man threw me down the stairs. I was working at, real story, someone I grew up with, I was working at Popeye's. And it was either work at Popeye's and stay with him because he was taking care of me or go get this money so I can stop getting my head cracked. And to other people, they may not understand. They don't think it's wrong. But if you was to talk to me, like, okay, I understand what you're doing. Like, well, what's your goal? Let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But to legit be like, take her, like, take that whole situation, like I said, and be like, oh, let's put some gospel music on and twerk to a gospel trap beat. Yeah, you understand know what I'm saying? It's totally inappropriate. And they can't, those two worlds can't coexist. And people don't think it's that strong. But from a spiritual aspect, Nicki Minaj is coming from a place that does not glorify the God of the Bible. And again, you ask me, what makes gospel music? It's the message. Mm-hmm. We can talk about, we can rap on any type of beat. We can sing on any type of beat. But the message got to be what the message is or else it's not gospel. Fair. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what that's my issue. Like you said, they tame the industry. They're not keeping it safe. And you can't move in certain industries like that. They'll go crazy over R&B. They'll go crazy over hip-hop, even, even even though it still passed on the chart. You have hip-hop heads ranting online all the time, all day, every day. And Negroes is sleeping gospel, letting anything fly. And my thing, not on my watch. You know what I'm saying? Not on my watch. And so I'm going to just write it and put it in the songs. I feel you. Because I thought, I just, uh, hold on, when I heard Nicki Minaj, I was like, this is a whole ball of trash. <laughs> the whole hour. How dare she? Uh, oh, the gospel got to be held accountable, too. A whole ball the of trash. It's still business at the end of the day, too. It's, whole, it's still business. And I think that's the part we forget, is that these people are still, like, top tripping. Love that, man. That's my favorite gospel artist. Not of all times, like, my top three. But he, he at one point, I know what he's doing now, was signed to the parent label 
of Columbia, which had Destiny Child and Beyonce and NSYNC and all of them on there. So people were trying to figure out why he was opening up for Sting and NSYNC and stuff. Because it's all business. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, like, it's all business. You know what I'm saying? So you, I think one day you got to really choose. And I hate to say it like that because you can't bite the hand that feeds you. So if you see stuff behind the scene or stuff that don't go with your morals, if they write in your check, you know what I'm saying? You you not gonna not do nothing about it. Like yeah. you're not gonna say speak out but about Ty it. Ty Tribute, he always he's st- he's sticking with his message too though. I absolutely so super strong. Super strong. Like they can put him opening up for Nelly. He ain't about to change his set. I believe that. He gonna still do. That's so I nice. respect him. No, it ain't. What? I mean, no, not if he did. He changed his set. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a dangerous line. Bro, he's going to get up there and do his whole yeah, gospel yeah. set in yeah. front of Nelly yeah. fans. Yeah. 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 There's people that are like, yo, I, I need money, and all I care about is money. And there's people that are like, oh, what's up, dude? No, I'm not doing anything you he say just for this money. I'm going to continue to do it. Not the gospel ones, and they was like, he's looking like, why are you here? just turk. Why are you here? I'm still going to put on a great show, man. I'm putting on the show Look, what you yeah. mean? Y'all, y'all gonna I'm either here. catch this word yeah. or sit there? Right. He was on ten. I'm like, well, either way, you're catching the word. I can rock with y'all. <laughs> like, I can rock with like, the, um, the gospel stations gotta be held accountable as well. Yeah. Not let people like break through because they out here. I believe it, but like you said, they won't. They can't yeah. really rise. But I also tell you something else that's different in the industry. And you ask me, beyond the music is the work ethic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The work ethic is completely different. So that's why, and I'm not disrespecting any of those top women. And when I said I can't find no female artists, what I'm saying is it's the same two or three that you will hear in rotation online. Mm-hmm. And they won't allow other women to, to break through for whatever reason. Oh, it's the ones that they've pre-chosen to uh, you know run the no. label. Like yeah. how they have... Cardi B on Pepsi commercials, yeah, and it's like all this bad stuff about her. But we've already put too much money behind you. Yeah. We can't, we can't afford to say we're not putting money behind Cardi B anymore. We've already put the money behind you. Even though you're getting in ratchet fights with yeah, other bring, women, yeah. like in Cardi dry, it doesn't matter if you're poisoned for the industry and fighting Nicki Minaj. Oh, he feels some type of way. Tell it. Well, no, she's, <laughs> that's all this stuff all the time, man. Like you're gonna fight your replacement who you couldn't even be there without Nicki Minaj coming, like Missy Elliott and yeah. Kim coming first. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Well, you think you're the end-all, be-all because you date a Gucci Mane knockoff. Like, Lauren Hill didn't exist. Like, like it's serious. Like, it's like, her husband's career is already done. Like, these guys fizzled out. Gucci's like, oh, I got back from prison. I look great. You guys aren't doing so well. Like, yeah. what happened? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how come you guys aren't keeping going like me? <laughs> and the, the one person that's it's ridiculous. Like, out of there is, um, I hate to say it, her brother by marriage now, who's Quavo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they, they, they fizzled out right away. They were on, by the time they hit Donald Glover's Atlanta TV show, their careers were already over. They made a cameo on that show. Ooh, I didn't even see that episode. Right. <laughs> he got it. He got the facts. He got the facts. I can see a bunch of stuff in passing and put it together. It's kind of hard. It, it's a bunch of dummies sitting, sitting on the table. No, he's no, not. Yeah. 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 And then Cardi B, it's like, what, what are you doing? doing? It's like... <laughs> Everybody it's loves you right now. You're the flavor of the week, but what happens when they find your replacement when you're not doing well, Cardi B? Like, what, she's going to beat you? She got, she's she gonna got beat like you in public? Two, three years. They, well, she's coming with one out. That's the thing, too. Because it's already right better rappers than her. Mm-hmm. It's already people that's prettier. They well, see the colorism thing, too. And she's bilingual. It's just the marketability, they, I think, of it. It's the gas. It's the gas. It's the gas. It's now no, we're just yeah, checking boxes. Yeah, I just need something like that, like a cipher, her young and man, like some real female MCs, and then let's see if she can hold up. She can't. She just she's gonna rap. rap. She gonna rap something that's written, but they are probably. We'll see, and that, that's where the other thing came up. 
That's where the other thing she came like I'm around. not sold on M.A. <laughs> she but, seemed like a rapper. But you, you look at Cardi B's record, like, you look at the production credits, and it's like, well, what did Cardi B actually do? She sat in the studio and had to make sure her parts were perfect and had the right amount of attitude, and you hit that, uh, with this, and you make sure... <laughs> and it's a well, conductor listen, back no. there doing this, because once she gets in public, what does she do? She fights people and talks ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> she obviously she's got a script. It's very easy to see when people are scripted. It's not not hard at all once you catch on to it. This place that we're sitting inside of is a marketing firm. Yeah. They told me all the see all the secrets. Oh well, our car isn't better than their car, but they buy our car more of the time. Why? We trigger an emotional response. That's what it we can. This car is better. I'm telling you, BMW. It's better than our product. But you're not going to buy it anyway because you want this one. But you, I know what you, it into is one. Too, you just remind me when you talk about hitting an emotional space. Is that I think people are just, and even in 2019 with all of these scandals that's come out, we just fresh off the first quarter. I think people are just ready for authentic. And as yes. ratchet as she, as she is, she's super authentic. And you can't really, like somebody that played she, she lets like it. That, she lets it bleed into the question. They, they, they let it's, her it's bleed It's to the point where it's like a train wreck now. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't like that before. She got out of the bag. She got out of the yeah, handle. She, she kind of like ran well, off she's the got money right now. now. She's got money now. Once yeah. these contracts dry up, like they hit their ends. Her future is not going to be looking that great. Everything Well, no, there's some people that have longevity, man. Like, there's some people do play their part correct. Like, Adam Levine, that Maroon 5 CD that first came out way back in the day, song about Jane yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Every every track was like a radio hit. Mm-hmm. He sounded like a Ryan Seacrest career. Well, I don't really do awesome stuff, but hey, I always play sold out shows. I play at the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I hold a host spot on some TV show that's on primetime television. Like, being quiet and not being noticed, that's the way to play the game. When you're always in the news, yeah. you have to keep playing it like Kanye West. I, I have to be in the news. I have to be, I'm acting crazy now. Now I need medication. No, it's because you played yourself into a, in a non-longevity situation, man. Yeah, you play, you played yourself into a corner and now continue playing your game, Court Jester. Play it for me. You're a clown now. You're a clown. You want to be a clown? You're a clown now. I love it. Now you're married to somebody that is not a real person that thinks they can... Be a lawyer without taking the friggin' bar exam, and you can't rescue anybody <laughs> yeah, from prison because they're not willing to pay it, for their housing up front. That's the time. I could pay for that's housing up front for someone. I mean, of all the things she could have done all her, her life, could be a lawyer. Her father was a great lawyer, that but she's she she's saying that I'm not going to take the bar. But if she says she's not, I'm not going to take the bar. I'm going to just jump the whole dog and pony show and become a lawyer. That's what she said. She couldn't figure out how to pay somebody's housing up front when they got out of prison. Oh, it's not working because they don't have credit. Of course, they've been in prison. What do you right. tell? Listen, prison reform is what you're supposed to be the queen of. Okay, here's the deal. Read a, read one book. Oh, read God. one book one time. And to make it even easier, she just has to take one glass. You have cash. All you have to do is literally, oh, you need housing? Cool, I'm buying you a house up front. Or start a halfway housing where you're taking the people from prison, facilitating them, seeing them all the way through. Oh, no, you don't want to do that. You just want some political grab. That's all you want. Oh, and I was, I was, was, I was rooting for her. Just to uh, add to Kanye so far. Because when it initially came out, which was a couple years ago, Good things done for a bad reason. She said she was going to go back to law school. Oh, for sure. But when you have the dash store. I don't know. You have the dash store and I have all this money coming in. I don't really have to do anything. But she said she still want to be a lawyer. Let's see how that plays. Her dad was a great lawyer. I just don't understand why yeah, if your dad was a great lawyer and he had money, why would you never go to law? Why would um, you, why would you create a sex tape? There was yeah that tape of Ray J. To be a lawyer, well, you could have did this decades ago. She took the Paris Hilton blueprint route. I can just leak this tape, get some money, and then I don't. Have to, what is she, what is what is Kim what does Kim Kardashian actually do right now? Nothing. Nothing. That's Makes what I'm money saying. from the dash store that her mom made. 
or her mom appears. So her mom basically did the Dina Lohan thing, but had way more kids. And then mm-hmm. after her husband died, had even more kids. Mm-hmm. And she picked like all of her kids. Like when you have a series of children that all have plastic surgery to look like the first one that doesn't actually look like a real person. That's, that's a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. It's a mental disorder. You guys are. It's like when people start that girl had plastic surgery to look like Barbie. That's mm-hmm. sick. Yeah. Barbie doesn't sick. look like a real person. The reason nobody looks like Barbie is because anatomically Barbie can't. Barbie can't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Barbie's not a real thing. That's why it's a toy. That's why that, that's why all this is dangerous, man. Like these are things that like when people are reproducing, it's like, oh, do you have a kid soon? It's like I don't. I'm afraid to have a daughter. Don't be. Like if I have a daughter, it's like how how much worse is it going to be by the time like because if you have a kid now already, mm-hmm. it seems like you can still push them through and be fine. If I have a kid, well, let's see, we're incubating for what nine to twelve months. Mm-hmm. My child will be ten years old in 2030, and Cardi B will hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kim Kardashian will still be a thing. The Disney movies will probably. But you know worse. what it is? It's 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 all about. It's a slippery slope. It's all about your approach. It's mm-hmm. all about your approach. Oh, 100 percent. You know, I've heard people that parent that legit refuse to have any television in their home, like at all. You understand? And I have media. I feel that now, so now more than ever. Ever, I feel. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And, 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 and the thing about it is too, like again, it's all a circle because. Everything has to get really, really bad because if we were somewhere it's in between, balance. you understand it's what I'm saying? It's all part of balance. Like things between, have to get bad for us to start progress. Yeah, because you look like conspiracy theorists, like that were tinfoil. If twenty years ago, you know, we were to say this is coming, which people have. Somebody like Professor. Oh yeah, Gray, no, I'm I'm one of those tinfoil hat persons. Who, who person. said where we were going? Like yeah. you could see where we were going as a people. They will call you a conspiracy theorist because you're too early. You understand what I'm saying? Because you're way too early. And so it has to get to the point where it's obvious. By the time it's obvious, it's too late. Well, I've, I've tried to educate you and you guys all through that to the wind. And no, that's, we're that's, stuck and in that's fact. It's, it's groups of people. It's leaders. It's, it's, you know, even using church over the years. It's a bunch of people and movements who have tried to warn us as a people that it will get too bad if we continue on this path. So we're here where somebody like Cardi B can be glorified. And it shows the fact that she even has... A, 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 and I, it's not like I don't like her and I don't want her to win. I don't want nobody, I don't want to see nobody fall. But the thing about it is to, the fact that she has an audience and people are gunning for the things that she's done and the things that she's admitted to. Where she, you know, and actually, instead of actually saying, well, hey, let's learn from this and let's, you know, shun it or however you want to approach it shows that we've gone too far. You know, and, and, and the, but it's a good thing in it all. Even the death of Nixie Hustle is still light in everything that's going on because now we can unanimously agree. And things I think across the far. board that things have gone too far yeah. and we need to come to the table and have a conversation. And if they've not gotten to this right, like, oh, it's not that deep. Because I was that type of person, which is why I don't have no friends. I've always said that since I was a child. Like, yo, don't do these things. Don't do those things. Like, we should all have a moral compass. Like, this is right and that's wrong. And well, people don't want to choose. Once you start deviating your moral compass, it's like, you know, I just little, little, I, you know, you did it before and then it happens again and then, oh, yeah. oh, oh. It's like, oh, you, it's like, oh, what, you don't kill kids and that's yeah. it. It's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Great, you're a monster. You're still a monster. I mean, you don't kill kids, but I mean, anybody else is fair game? Yeah, you're a monster. You've well, turned into a monster. It's a kind of level of spiritual integrity right there. 100%. Like you said, constantly shifting that moral compass that yeah. for a while, it's not going to work. Yeah. It takes a long time to sit down and be like, oh, I'm actually going to go back to these initial values. Exactly. It's like, it's like when people actually sit down and do that. Very That's little. part of that same Noah's Ark theory that you just described in detail. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. as a people, just we mm-hmm. constantly sit there and go, yeah, they said the meteor is two weeks away. We got two weeks to act out. Yeah, yeah. Instead of how can we think with our resources and engineering and modern marvels to stop the meteor and not die in two weeks? Don't you think we're closer than we ever been to actually get to that place where people will say that? Like, mm-hmm. let's really build an ark. 
Instead of laughing at the people that's building, I, it's like, oh, I it's don't like know how many of you actually yeah. come and build it. I know a lot of people no, for sure. say they build it. I don't know how many people say they on is the thing. Yeah. So I'm not worried about them building it. I'm worried about them going to, oh, what's up, dude? Yeah. You're what were you about to say now? I was curious. You said we think we're somewhere in the middle. We're not that close. Yeah, I believe like somewhere in the middle. Because there's a lot of stuff that we got the power to change and we ain't moving on. But I want to say something to what you were just saying. You were saying um, people are in a phase. Is that what you were saying? We're in the phase where we're talking about building it and not actually building it yet. That's what I think is happening. And I, you know the phrase that was uh, real popular in the 70s or um, I can't remember. It's a, I think that whole, that whole decade of just super black powerness. Um, the revolution won't be televised. Mm-hmm. And what that literally means is like it starts you know, here and it mm-hmm. starts here. And so you, I think you had a small section of people who've been doing that history over time. And I think what why you hear more chatter, I think it's not empty no more. I think it's literally a season where people are starting the revolution inside. Mm-hmm. And so when you understand that we've never been our own. We've never thought for ourselves. We've never moved for ourselves as a people. Like we're the only group of people who've been oppressed that have never gotten reparations by this nation that we built. Literally like Harvard I'm and Chase Bank and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like got blood money. From mm-hmm. our ancestors, and we ain't got a cent. Like we can't even get into Harvard, bro. Mm-hmm. If we if we really wanted to, like mm-hmm. some of us couldn't even. Right. Like they'll pick and choose like mm-hmm. colored people with every little move. Oh, your extracurriculars are off the charts. You understand? Yeah. 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 Like just yeah. off the of GP, right. the fact that our ancestors built this. Mm-hmm. Like we all should get a pass if we chose to move that route in the Ivy League. Mm-hmm. But um, like I think legit, this is a time where like we have we have to take the time to deprogram mm-hmm. and allow that system. To, to like to, to, to flesh out because it's been there for generations. Because the thing about it is you have people sabotaging the boat. You know what I'm saying? Let's put some spinners on it. Like, bro, we don't need spinners right. yeah. on the art. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything's going fine. We're not spending any more money. Please stop. Like, no, we got spinners for it. Yeah. Somebody be trying to put a sunroof on it. Like, bro, the point is to use lead the water out. We don't need that stuff. The roof needs to be closed, friend. Yeah. The that they've never wanted us to have. You know what I'm saying? And it's just the fact you got to. People didn't even know it was a problem. And I think now they realize it's a problem. And knowing that it's a problem is half the battle. Because oh, to yeah. try to tell somebody that it was, they say you was tripping. Well, it's you easier to trick somebody than it is to tell them they've been tricked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, yeah. I, I kind of went to like an African center elementary and middle school for the entire time, man. In Serrano, out of Oak Park. Oh, wow. So, for the longest, being somebody that's actually an immigrant, my family's from West Africa, so I'm kind of like oh, a first generation. That's man. dope. Well, with a little bit of blend of actual African culture and then African American culture mm-hmm. and seeing both sides like you saying that's always been our problem is that lack of unity I've yeah. always seen that and being kind of like um, somebody who's always seemed hidden but never was really hidden about any of it mm-hmm. my friends knew I was African mm-hmm. they knew how I'd react to certain insults in class right. and X, Y, and Z but I've always saw that as just a place of ignorance and you not knowing that we really are all connected yeah. mm-hmm. And yeah. our power isn't by ourselves or yeah. in separate groups. Our power is as the same thing that makes the fish strong. It's all the different fingers yeah. coming together. Yeah. So that's always been a big thing that's been heavy on my heart and in my head. Because it's yeah. like, that's what Nip stood for. That's what King stood for. That's yeah. what Malcolm stood for. It was yeah. that core unity. Like that regardless of, okay, because you melanated and I'm melanated, mm-hmm. I'm for you yeah. and your betterment. We're on the same team, team you're yeah. 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 And how old are you? How old is everybody? I'm Y'all 25. Might be asking. I'm 26. 29. <laughs> 
You look 23. I legit thought she was going to say. I thought it was going to say like 23. No, that's what's Because it don't crack, right? It don't crack. not. He's 23 right now. Yeah. So no, like even the fact that um despite all the odds and stuff against all of us as a people, and I, I bet if we went around and told all of our stories, you understand what I'm saying? E- either like if it's not personally yours, like maybe you came from a jacked up family that didn't have all of the resources to give you and you still made lemonade out of grapes. Like you figured out how to do the impossible. You know, none of us should be thriving the way we thrive in. The simple fact that at this age, under thirty, that this conversation is even being had is a problem for the oppressive system. You understand what I'm saying? So it may we may not see it in our lifetime because the thing about it is, think about it. Our ancestors who was fighting just to even learn how to read Mm -hmm. after liberation never thought we'd be doing this. Right. You understand what I'm saying? They would flip out in this. You understand what I'm saying? So like we think we're not making progress. But if we literally like was to wake up tomorrow and be in their shoes, well, things are far better than they be, have been ever know? in the history of time right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're not being taken over by Nazis. People yeah. aren't trying to. I mean, there is slaves in parts of the world, but not as many as. It's not every country has right. some kind of person in. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it's been since the beginning of time. Yeah, and I hate to be like a super Gary head, like a Gary V fan. I don't to make it. He really it right. is, man. I just hate to, I don't want to sound like a sensational like groupie. Yeah. But one thing I think we all could could learn is just patience. You know what I'm saying? And even with back to what you were saying about not having children, we need you know what I'm saying? We well, need the children to keep progressing, well, to keep yeah, thinking but Right now our planet nature. cannot even sustain all the people that are on it. That's what I worry about most. Who can really prove that? And um, no, our, who our, can really prove our, that? Our dwindling resources. Who can really prove what? anything that we step that that even is not, being talked not about? Even, you know, it's so much land. Not even everybody in America. Even in America, even in America, it's so much land that's never been touched. No, no, no. We're not. I'm not. I'm saying we are. People are eating food at such a rapid. Like, the, the biggest debacle right now on the planet is we can produce food fast enough, but it's not going to be organic. Organic food only grows so fast. Right. And no, the, that's the, true. the more people that eat organic food, that's the, the higher the price is going to go. So we're in a pinch where everybody wants to eat healthy, but we are not able to sustain the amount of pe- food that you know, we eat. the issue that. is, do you know they have outlaw farming in that some parts of America? Talk about oh, if, if we did it like it really used to be, yeah, where a small family had a couple time. acres yeah. and just minded their business, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have to worry about the ground with the nutrients. Yeah, well, the problem is they over-tilling the same ground because they want to own everything. Yeah, instead of letting all of us have our own. It's nutrients out there that's never been un- un- touched or unearthed. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But even at that rate, if everybody... We can prove that. No, our families would have to be bigger for every family to have a farm. If families were six, seven, eight, nine sure. children, the mortality rate was sure. higher. Sure. Our problem is we're prolonging people's lives. We have too many people on the planet already, and we do not have enough means for everybody to eat organically. The way wow. Says who, though? Well, organic, like I said, organic food only grows so fast. Did you just listen to what she just said listen. to you, Jay? Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. The fact that we introduced money messed everything up. That's, that that's what I'm true. saying. Like, an undeniable fact is our economy would, in fact, collapse. I've looked at all this. Trading. You know, I look, I look like at that. all of this stuff. I farm myself, man. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not a joke. Like, I've thought about it. I've looked at the. There's. With all that being said, though, what he said, what I'm saying is none of us, or well, somebody know, exactly how much square footage is being utilized on the earth. Well, 100%. And that's my conversation. 100%. That's my conversation. That it's places, if you drove in the right places, even now. Yeah, look at places that are untouched, but the, the problem is we also what? need trees. 
to filter our atmosphere. We've already been saying that. And we had this conversation driving back. This has been here before we got here. And when I say this, I mean all of this. Yeah, like the whole system. Yeah, 100%. It's been, and it's completely self sustainable. It's infinite. It's, it's divine, and so what I'm saying, it's made to be replenished. It's a life source. Yeah, but we are so not, we are not is, allowing it to replenish. Is what you understand? Every time, like at what point does the earth get a break? Because even to, even both even, of y'all kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. She said if we were taking the steps needed for it to replenish, it would. My point exactly. That scientifically, that's what happens in solar systems and planets. No, there's a astronomical event that starts it over. Do you want? And I can sound like a conspiracy theorist when I say this. But I think the biggest issue, even what you're saying, is the is the production of technology mm. at the at the rate that it's being produced. Oh, because people consume to, it to be able to try to amount. sustain. Because if we were all to go to closer to a holistic, natural lifestyle, oh, I think about this every with, day. with everybody having ten kids all over the world, and we was more natural as opposed to everything being so fast. Well, if you didn't have it, money, would, it would be it would be more sustainable. Because the thing about it is. This stuff does not, you know, it's not recyclable. It's not. You understand what I'm they saying? Even recycle. our clothes, like the fact that they, they call it fast fashion, where it used to be just four seasons a year, and now they're, it's weekly. We that they're turning out they, more they clothes, and they have nothing to do with it. And it's even, on a side note, it's completely destabilized uh, even Haiti's um, economy. Because they everybody, 90% of people that live there at one point was farmers or made clothes. And so what happens is they donate our leftovers and dump them on Haiti. Yeah, they wear like people that used to all the Salvation Army stuff. You'll see them wearing like random old mm-hmm. band t-shirts in foreign thing. countries. All that stuff. Yeah, every yeah. foreign country I've been to, I've seen people thing. in like old Olympics t-shirts or like old ACDC t-shirt yeah. every time. Yeah, every time. But Weird stuff like that. I just feel like if we if we were to be a little bit uh, more thoughtful about this about like what we really needed about our consumption and all that stuff. I'm not saying that you might not have a point. But I'm I'm more of a realist. Right? Oh no, I I've agree with everything room. you said today. Yeah, I think it's room, and we'll be okay. Even with technology, though, if we was using it for what, like a yeah. better purpose, that shit could be used to sustain. Exactly. But we ain't using yeah. it for that. We using it for money. We still money have, we still use drills. Yeah. That's the X factor. That's a prime example. The yeah. fact that human ingenuity could literally push us into a state to where. We're allowing that to make up for that gap, and what you're saying scientifically, with the things that we, we know are going to happen, equation-wise, and the things that we want to happen, yeah. almost utopia-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is really the X factor here: human ingenuity. Mm-hmm. You know, we could give the earth a break. These people that own the oil companies, they're simply choosing not to. Like there was a guy, everything. Well, there was a guy in Egypt that he um, figured out how to make a car run on radio frequency. So like, so no gas, water, so none, none of that stuff. Literally, the antenna from your car would run your car. The Trump administration picked this guy up and he disappeared. I mean, oh gosh, wow. Because what? You're, you're going to destabilize the world economy by having free energy? That's one of the reason they're not giving it to us. Free energy exists. The Egyptians had that giant copper piece on top of a pyramid that was conducting free, endless energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to recreate it. They don't how, but it's like, bro, the, the world runs on energy titans. Or just the fact that they had uh, pulley systems move blocks that are 30 to 40,000 pounds, pounds effortlessly to the point where you built pyramids in years to where people can't build bridges. People didn't build the same amount of something. What's That's so crazy. dope about that? They, we are, have been taught that those generations before um, were primitive. We were taught that they, they were primitive they behind were primitive. us and it was fake. No. But you know, and I thought about this, just the shower is my favorite Just because they didn't fabricate. I was thinking about this randomly in the shower one day, how if 
literally we didn't have like the media and technology like running interference and just all these demands. We and just to be in that empty space, could you imagine nobody calling your phone? Like no emails or notifications. We are we currently wow. live inside you the matrix. You understand what I'm saying? People, like yeah, like not having to be stressed it. out about hashtags, especially if you're an influencer. And just having to keep that influence and keeping that momentum and just a nine to five and the demands of a Western lifestyle. Just being in a place where nobody wanted nothing from you. You could just be in a place to create. Mm-hmm. And nobody mm-hmm. ever messing with you or interfering with that time. What you could create if nobody was demanding you to do anything. Sleep as long as you need to rest. To, to rest. Stay up as long as you need to. Just, just to stop and eat. Be with your family, whatever. Get some exercise. Get some fresh air. And then go back mm-hmm. to creating. And it just boggles my mind that we have not been allowed, like you were saying, to get back to that place. I, tell you, I, think, that's, I think that's because of something Jalen said earlier about how money ruins everything. Right. Money that's ruins what it's about. I yeah. thought about this yeah. No self-fulfillment is yeah. just all about acquiring more so you can have more yeah. and take care of your family and give them more versus if everyone was trying to fulfill themselves. Yeah. You wouldn't have to worry about taking care of anybody else. It, it, would, happen. About, it would happen. They didn't have to worry about energy, now, dude. They didn't have to worry about energy. Everybody was just like, all right, we'll grow food, we'll eat, we don't have to worry about electricity. I mean, they were energy. They created yeah, the virus, yeah. which is yeah, they came up with math and then formed medicine. You better talk about it. I think we're getting back to that. And that's why I said, I think it's going to get. Go ahead. Say yeah, no, start. I was just going to say the same thing. That it's, it kind of seemed like it's coming back. I think with people being more open to like being vegan and not mm-hmm. like. You know, trying to destroy yeah. and eating like stuff that's not good for you, it, it kind of can come back, but it's still like some people be like, I'm not finna sit up here and eat meat. Yeah. They can worry grass. about that. And that you know, future can worry like, about that. Yeah, that's when natural like, selection takes place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. all that fake food kills you. Those exactly. same people get removed. Eat that fight where you become Shorter lifespans and things of that nature. I think about, um, and I don't want to say that because she's disrespectful, so I'm going to say uh, that would be disrespectful. But I think about a, um, I think about getting old a lot. I think about getting old an awful lot, and I watch people. And so, for instance, if you had a restaurant, you just watch people walking in and out, and you see an old person come in. You 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 know the fit fit old people. Yeah, the ones that are. You know what I'm saying? I know you're they're 70 years fit. old, but you jogged in here and from the car. Yeah, yeah. The, grand, the grandpa that's faster than his grandson. For yeah. real. Yeah. And then you'll see a person maybe even 10 years younger than them come in on a cane. Complete garbage. Come in on a cane. You understand what I'm With saying? Double row. Man, it's crazy, and it's and so it's like um, it's just thinking about the choices you're making in your youth. Like and what it'll the path different paths and different choices that you yeah. take and when you talk about natural selection and you talk about people choosing mm-hmm. to be vegan and different stuff like that and I think about like that's your end and and, cho- and choosing that end or whatever and I'm just making wise choices in your youth and I I believe there's a generation I see it and I still can't believe you said that because you seem like an optimist that you wouldn't have no kids. I live I live in the real world I I can I can honestly say that. In my in my mental right now, like right now, if I didn't have a kid right now, I would not have kids. Yeah, I think I would not. Things just got worse recently, though. Too. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I said, like, if I already had a child, I would. would, In the in past handful of years, so like if even like I'd say twenty ten is a prime time. If I was this age, I am now in twenty ten. Yeah, I got kids. No problem about it. Yeah. But after that, things just kind of slowly started. Like, 2012 was still all right. 2013, okay, we're still doing pretty cool. 2014. 2014, that was a cut off. Yeah. That was crazy that you said that because in 2014, that's when I had my daughter and I was like... Because it was our... 2013, everything was gravy, bro. Yeah. And then in 2014, I felt That's when the decline became obvious. Yeah. And I and I felt like for my daughter, I was like... Oh, Juicy J had the world on Xanax bars. That's what happened. 
People started taking Xanax bars and drinking lean in 2013. Yeah. The world became a sloppy place in 2014. Yeah. And addict music uh, became yes. a popular thing. Pillheads, uh, pillheads uh, started to derail purple drinks. All that stuff. It was a popular thing. Controlling people. Man. Distilled yeah. ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. Pure ignorance. So it's back to the like music, So back to the music. Like, do you believe? Because I honestly believe this. I am a realist mixed with an optimist. I totally am. What's balance? I totally am. So, do y'all believe? That the same thing that helped, if we truly believe, believe that, like what you call the pill head music, helped us get to this place of degradation, that a whole group of positive people can help to kind of turn around, like a Bob Marley or a Lauryn Hill. Oh, yeah, Pro- it could. Progress, whether it's dark or bright, always leads way. Well, I mean, well progress is tearing the last thing down. Mm-hmm. So, like, progress, mm-hmm. isn't, progress isn't always viewed as good. Progress is mo- most likely it's tearing the last thing That's down. It it's, it's, like. cu- it's cutting into the last. It's it's Man. it's it's manipulating what we have now. Whether if things are really good, especially we don't want to let it go. No 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 no. no. We don't want. No 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 no. We don't need that. We have this, dude. Mm-hmm. Just calm down. We have this. <laughs> yeah. Like this is as good as we've had it, man. You really want the only way to get to pride? It's going to be ugly. It's oh, going to be nice. And I want you to say, I, want, I, want, I honestly, I'm a fan of all of you guys' ideals. So I want to hear what everybody say to that. But even back to what. Um, what you were just saying, you were saying, uh, oh, and I, back to the conversation we had earlier. That's why I'm so optimistic because back to North's art conversation where you, you said this is good. We don't need to change. The fact that it is so bad, I feel like more people will get on the bandwagon of positivity and support positive movements. Negativity has been the flavor of the week for a I was, while. I was just going to say, I feel like negative is like, internet, I feel like the force. Very like few you have people are going on the internet to be like positive. And if they are, it's like yeah. all positive, see, corny, corny positive. positive. Yeah, it's I'm like, it's not authentic that it's positive. corny yeah. is what yeah. people yeah. are positive. And yeah. all that other stuff, and people, you know, I don't really read comments on stuff. Like even when people comment on my stuff, I'm just like, uh, I'm not. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's neither here nor there. It's a post, like it or don't. And um, it's but I've noticed that people like because uh, I have negative opinions on a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. most of the time it's it's constructive. It's not like, oh I don't I don't like Kim Kardashian. A lot of yeah. people say that it's like no I don't like her for a specific reason. Right. You're controlling the culture in a negative fashion. Sure. Right. So there's things like that, but it's like other than that, a lot of people like to be negative with zero criticism or construction. It's just yeah. oh f you or oh wow. you're not funny anymore. Why don't you make good movies? Like people will say stuff like that to Kevin Hart. I'm sure. Like when are you gonna be funny again? <laughs> like, <laughs> When did you make you? When was your last movie? Oh, never. Oh, okay, great. But they don't want him to say that back. They want to be negative to him, and he has to still be nice. Yeah, wow. that goes exactly. to what I was gonna say about. We just need more. We need more people like. I know you don't like them, but we need more people like Ho in position who want to put that. Like him. I don't dislike him. Like I can. Him. I can pick a bone with Ho because he's Uh-oh. not genuine. There are a couple questions. Just because you guys like him doesn't mean he's the best. And he's what? Got- I, 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 I'm, I'm talking about something different right now. I'm talking I'm not about, talking about music. him using his money to do positive stuff. Yeah, I'm not talking about music. Niggas though. that's not deserving to be in jail. He going to put his lawyers on the case. I'm talking about He does that for like his that. friends. He does that for people he knows. Like, that's not... He don't be... Him and what me, male friends. He did something. He just knew this nigga since he started rapping. He, he paid for one of those funerals through the Black Lives Matter movement. He paid for a, a lot of funerals through yeah. the Black Lives Matter movement. And we, don't, we just don't know about the, it. The, the, the big question mark with Jay-Z is the fact that all his philanthropic and good deeds are not posted. That's they the are issue. not published. Thousands of them. That's the issue. But so posted. the unfortunate part about that is when he do the questionable side or the conspiracy theorist side about everything that is against Jay-Z is Exactly. So that's why he seems as somebody who might be mysterious and people don't know, okay, are you really for the culture or are you a vulture in private? Not knowing he's been doing this. Mm-hmm. 
Ben sent his kids yeah. to college. Yeah. Ben changed Marcy. I'm Project. saying it's it's literally two sides to the story about all Sean Carter. All the time. So, well, since you got the tour, what do you feel about the conversation about music? Like, do we have the power to uh, get a, a vein of positivity to help to counteract? I, I believe it's even deeper than that. Um, it could be shown in an experience such as Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. somebody who was addicted to acid, cigarettes, mm-hmm. and kind of, I guess he kind of felt like, I don't know, that was his deal at that point in time, but still made kind of positive music, even in that state. To where he changed over to the whole Chance 3 movement and now he's fully about positivity. Mm-hmm. And that go back to what I was saying. He, Rock Nation, came and picked up his marketing budget, bro. Cause you, Chance Rock? Yeah. Nice. They wasn't nobody finna put this positive dude on TV, bro, and be pushing him to kids. Yeah. Hove came and put his money up on so this man marketing. So like, bro, he like, bro, put this so, on here. So people need to hear Chance the Rapper. And Hope got nothing out of that. Yo, what do we get? You got like see, see the, the problem. See, we got Chance the Rapper. Know, that's what we got. Know. Okay, yeah. I'm saying. We got Chance the Rapper. Nigga, that's what we got. And he got, so he got no, mon- no monetary value for Hope. From the, then, right then, is that the, the point, bro? Okay, but right there, it's not a good deal. He could have not did it. it. But wait, but wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How else we was gonna get it? Who was gonna put the money up? Okay, Dres, 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 wait, wait. He's, he's saying his money. main point is that he received. If you're receiving money for it, it's not a good deal. But you're getting money for we it. We have to change that thinking though, because it depends on if that really was his main goal. Because Hope can make money in a lot of different avenues. Exactly. He needed chance the rapper to make money that's basically what you're trying to say no 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 i'm not saying he needed him to see you're misinterpreting what i'm saying i'm saying if i go to do something and somebody calls it a good deed and then later they find out oh jalen made two hundred thousand dollars off that deal if i'm doing a good deed personally i'm expecting nothing out of it and i don't really go to here's the thing here's the thing too though if you're picking up somebody's marketing budget that's me covering your marketing budget not going oh i'm picking you up and have contracts it ain't no contracts though that's my point about it but you're saying that nigga would have been a rock nation artist if that was the case if he was trying to get a check off and my question was did he receive any anything back on it i don't know that's what i'm saying that's all i would have made i'm saying he would have made him a rock nation artist and then you can continually still, collect you can still money make off money of off a single deal, and it doesn't have to be signed to the label. So if I'm if I'm if I'm clear on what you're saying before I, I say what I wanted to say, you're saying that because Jay Z got money from what he if did, I stand so, and make something, yeah, no, my question, my, question, my, question yeah, pose yeah, pose my question poses this. My question, my question poses Is it really a good deal if I stand and make something? So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Not here's, really. Here's what we got to understand, and and this is I think a bigger problem. Than what you were talking about, than just talking about building the art versus building it, is our relationship to money. Because the thing about it is, if he was to get $500 million for helping Chance, it's not a problem. Because the thing is, when we hear, oh, he helped Chance with his marketing budget, we just think he wrote a check, it went through the bank, and all of a sudden, boom, he got a bigger marketing budget. That goes into people's household. That's people coming in, taking pictures. Like making ads. Really, I understand and marketing. All that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. a resource. It's like to actually move that campaign that he had going on. So what I'm saying is, if Jay Z was to put that together, he used resources and people. 
So he has to pay the people in the back end to keep that going and to move because he's a business. He not you gotta be both. You can't be just business ah, see, right. and not just philanthropic. You gotta Donald be both. Trump does the same things right now and people move him for everything. Same. How oh see if I put an unfavorable variable no, in your mind. You don't even know if the nigga got money off it. No. That's just your no, word. No, I'm just saying wait, Donald wait, wait, Trump wait, wait, does wait, wait, things that are good. Yeah, Donald Trump does you have to be 50-50. You have to do good things. To be good things, you also it has to make business sense, but you also want to get it done, correct? But here's my issue. I'm not getting a call. I, like I don't think it's a good idea to bring up that. No, no, no. You have to bring it on. Yeah, no, no, I'm going to say something. Because, and I'm going to say this as See, somebody. See, right now, now the conversation's no, over. I'm going to say something about something. I'm going to say something about it. Because what we benefit from what Donald Trump doing. Here's the thing. See, we have, you don't we think do. he can we do, do anything. See, that's my point. Exactly. It's a no right to the I'm just asking questions. You asking me questions. How are we benefiting from it? There are things that he's doing. He basically trying to say that. You giving all of this, all of this glory to Hove, and you taking away from no, not, whatever, not, not even whatever. taking away from Donald Trump. I'm just saying you're using, you're you're holding him in a different light because you guys enjoy his music and all this. I don't stuff. even listen to Chance the Rapper Be- bro. because no, no, I'm talking about Hove. A good thing done for a bad reason isn't still a good, isn't always still a good thing. I try and tell you guys this a lot. People doing things that are good in the light, like it doesn't matter. Oh, he did this, he did that. It's the bottom line. Jalen, I believe their biggest beef is the fact that no one knows if it was done for a bad See, and that's, and that's, that's all I ever bring into question. Like, what do you mean? If it I, I understand bad. you bring I mean, I'm not saying he did do it for money. money. No, I don't, I don't care if he did it for money or not. we don't need it, though. We all can unanimously Kim, Kim K doesn't need money need either, and she still does I'm just for that. Kim K's motivations are a lot different than Sean Carter's. Now we're reaching And that's Okay, okay. I'll say Kanye West. He wanted to get a political view and then also put in for prison reform mm-hmm. is he a bad man Kanye needs to take his meds <laughs> we're not saying, like, with we can, but I'm saying putting putting different people in a different light and saying oh he did this and it's automatically good mm-hmm. it's not all automatically good he's just a guy that's in business that has money you're right that's it. That's all I'm saying. Like we don't know whether it was good or not. There's no. There's no way for any of us to say. I believe it was. He's saying he shouldn't be deified for that. Act. You can't. You can't. Were we doing that though? Were we deifying them? Well, some people. Jay Z. I'm saying in this room. I'm saying in this room. Jay Z is wrongness to that. No, I just bring things like that to people. Personally, my stance on it is Chance the Rapper was needed at that time. Most definitely. And he could have decided to be like, okay, nigga, this shit dope, but yeah. I don't want to do it if the money ain't here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100%. He still, I don't know if he got a bag off it or not. Yeah, I that's feel right. like if he was trying to get a bag off it, Chance the Rapper would be one of his artists. Mm-hmm. And he's not. In, in that same way, the universe has a reaction for every action yeah. we take. So in Hove taking that action to help Chance, if the universe felt so fit to bless him with exponential pros because of that, or Chance got blessed in the same way because of that, that was literally the pat on the back from the universe going, you're doing something positive. Keep that. They both did. They can't always be looked at as, well, we got something of monetary value from whatever happened, and that by itself makes it bad. Because mm-hmm. if that same money is reinvested into that same good cause, what do we have? A full, complete cycle that has come to an end. And then it's the fruit of it. I don't think we... Sometimes you just gotta let like, the old folks say, well, don't come out in the wash, don't come out in the rent. And you gotta, you have to see what the fruit of it, like what's gonna come. Was the from. juice worth the squeeze? Yeah, like what's the what's the rub? Like once they make that move, he he helped with his campaign. Like is the fruit good fruit? And, and I mean, he's been around long enough for us to say yeah. So if he got paid, hypothetically speaking, or literally, we know we got the receipts that he got paid. 
like what was the fruit of it chance opened the door for other positivity mm-hmm. and more rappers like him you know what I'm saying and I'm, I'm gonna send you the link to the dude Tim Woods I want. and even Toby I'll check that we were talking about they, they, him, hold, they got a song together and he, he does no profanity in his music and his shows is selling out you know what I'm saying and it's a platform now and he, he promotes family that's you know? crazy he, he promotes, I never I never realized he, he wasn't cussing no he, well, he does not he just be snapping you vibe to it yeah. yeah. Like when you listening to it, you're not gonna want to cut it off. Yeah. So I never did get that. I always thought he did cuss. His whole know. platform is making purpose popular, and in the in the face of you know trap music, in the face of mumble rap, you know, in the face of what do you call pill popping, you know, you know, the craziness, MCs and stuff. He's still doing it, selling out shows and making yeah, bank. Cold. You know what I'm saying? And so it, I, I personally, and you didn't get a chance to answer, but I would love to hear your thought on: Do you think the whole wave of positive music can counteract the culture? I, slightly, because I I think people are so in tune with trap music. Like I don't listen to trap music. It's not. It's I can I don't. I listen to Cardi B. I do listen to Cardi B. <laughs> what? I don't think I've ever heard I, a Cardi B song. I do not listen to like if you were to name off the the latest. So when we right say now, trap, do we mean trap as in like telling the story of trap or like the genre of trap? The genre. I'm talking about like, 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 about about like I have never listened to I mean, you listen, I've heard that song, okay. but I don't like, if I go to, to my own playlist and my Apple music, you're not going to find you're not to. Because if you ask me, because I'm not, I'm not listening to OT Genesis, whatever. I don't even know who that is. I'm not about to listen to him, but I like the beat. Like, I may be able to listen to a clean trap song, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, so, you gotta I, specify I when you say that so now. It sounds like I don't, don't I don't, seek it out. I don't listen to the trashy trap. trap. Exactly. Okay. I don't listen to that. Oh, it, it's, so like it's, Gunna and Lil Baby and like OJ the Juice. You know what? I, 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 I lie. I lie. You like OJ the Juice? I listen to Lil Baby.
to this kind of like it's melodic R and B hip hop. We pull it in because we made it a genre. It's not really illegal anymore in a lot of places. You said what's happening? Weed. Like so, it's like the games are changing. So it's like people that used to be talking about like trapping back in the day. It's like you were selling weed, bro. It's turning into like weed more hip now. Yeah, yeah. Music, that go back to the whole um, Cardi B conversation. Like, I feel like it gotta get real bad before it get better. For and sure, I, yeah. It's darkest before dawn. Yeah, and I think because I think we've kind of t- reached a, a apex of all the negativity and craziness that I think it will open the door for for the positivity. And I, I just hope the right away for real. Yeah, and we gotta have more people that's not scared to put money into them. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. No, because I disagree. They, I disagree, and 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 I'm I agree that we need the money. Going back to the, the conversation about whole funding. Um, chance. I think we have to, and you even asked me earlier about the genre of gospel versus the other genres, and I was talking about the work ethic, and then even beyond that, it's business and how to move in it. And then people just need to learn how to raise funds because mm-hmm. it's literally money sitting around here where people just like for tax purposes need to write those checks, mm-hmm. and they literally just waiting for you to come ask. So my thing is, if it would just be a small nucleus like what y'all got going on right here, where people can become experts at raising funds and marketing. Y'all could be the ones that be Jay Z to somebody's chance. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the new wave right I there is taking you don't give <laughs> all that trash you were talking about. I raise funds, I don't give. Well, that's, that's what we need. That. That. I, I would love to be Jay, but I wouldn't want that. People that's experts that making money, and they see this, they see these people out here, but they like positive, not marketable. That might not be like though. Pushing them, they push they that shit do. under the rug. And the crazy part is that, like, they can say like positive, not marketable, but like, how is that even true? That Very just means that just means that you're yeah. not creative enough to make them. Mm-hmm. I be think able people to scared be because well, they come with that motivational poster nonsense, and it's like, dude, we've seen these already. You need a new, make it better. Well, actually, you want to make us positive. I'm talking about bigger than that, like. I'm talking about the people who own Viacom, the people who own CBS and shit like that. We we got money to put people only to a certain level. It's a glass. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's a glass there. So we can make a person we can make a person get hot in a region or in a state. But if we trying to make positivity like a global thing, yeah. it's, and I still disagree. I mean, it's good, it. but this, that's, I, that's life. It's a glass. The, 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 the issues is, you mentioned are ancient tools. That's what I was just about to say. Those are, those are yeah, that's Because with streaming and, and social media, mm-hmm. like with streaming and social media, it's literally, and it's also about putting in the sweat equity. Because if you find, and I'm granted, if you was to get on, which is why people are still trying to get on these reality shows and get 360 deals, it's because it just kills time. Where you you know, you can cut down your curve. But the thing is, if you it's know the avenues... You know what doors to knock on. So say Viacom got access to a thousand doors and they can just push one button and knock on all the doors and get their artists or their brand or their message into all of those avenues of a thousand doors with one call. It's easy. But if we knew where the addresses was to all those thousand doors and just put people on the ground and put you no matter how much. You gotta have a certain what person I'm telling with you when you get I'm to the door. You like, is, that shit matters. What I do believe it to a certain point. But what I'm saying is are you telling me we could never go global? Without those avenues ever, I would disagree. Now, to say oh, yeah. some it's a couple doors, they just not for you. Jill, those I, doors just I, may I, not I be what for she's you. Saying right. is through that work and through putting in the time and the energy fully into that process, 
over time, you become that person that's supposed exactly. to be. Exactly. I believe there's people already doing that, though, and they're not getting big as they want to be because it's a glass ceiling. I don't think nobody knows. But what if, you know, don't, no, but what if once you get there, you don't even want to go there anyway? No, this you find is, out how, what's really going on behind that. This is where this is where it happens. How are we going to get how else no, we spread the message? This is where I tell you where picking your sponsors is a dangerous game. You can't just have any dog and pony show that comes through. That You hit a glass ceiling when, you're, when your sponsors go... We're going to stop pumping money through if you do this. Mm-hmm. Only if you are bought by you somebody can you be told people. what to do. That's why I keep saying, like, you don't want to pick any sponsor because then they'll start telling you what to do. It's a slippery slope. Once, once you do one you. thing, they're going to keep coming back because they know you're full for money. Yeah. Every, what's everybody after? Money. And that's what I'm saying. We you may have to turn off your money. You're, you're bought. The sponsors are so like, buying you. You feel like basically using the platforms we got Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. just them. People can get like, like a positive person. We don't. I'll even use you for example. You feel like you can get your message to as many people as Cardi B get her mm-hmm. message to without none of them. Without none of them. I do. Gary, do Gary, that. Gary V. Do Gary V. Got resources. I do. He has resources. Yeah. Big resources. Yeah, but realistically, he tapped in. He's tapped in. He's tapped in. He has resources, but I mean, but here, let me, let me the guy that owns something. the let guy that owns this place was hanging out with Robert Downey Jr. a couple weeks ago. I was just that's when you tapped was talking, in. When you was talking, Audi comes to this place to do their marketing. That's tapped in. So here's the deal, though. That's everything, everything comes with a price. Yeah, like, everything comes with a price. And so my thing is, and I hate to make it a color thing or a cultural thing, but we already know how it is. For instance, when you certain white people don't don't mess around with people that are any when you hear certain crimes and stuff, you don't even got to see the picture or the headline. You'll know like we ain't do that. Mm-hmm. Cause we just move different. Right. We all grew up in different places. We got the same slang, ate the same food. Seem like we all grew up with the same yeah. black mama. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's just a soul thing. So my thing is when you get down to the same conversation again earlier about spiritual and the and the source of it, where it's coming from, and then the outcome, mm-hmm. how they move, and how we move. We might again. I might not even want what Viacom. Like you get there. For instance, they said, and they it, I'm still trying to fact check it. They said Beyonce turned on that deal. Was it with Reebok for Adidas? Because it was not enough diversity mm-hmm. in her marketing team. So my thing is, you think you want anybody like, oh, I'll take it regardless. But depending on what your moral compass is and how what, what you're trying to push and what your outcome, your goal is, you will get there and you don't be right with your spirit. Going back to the, y'all's last podcast where he was like, just look for the signs. I ain't moving like that. So I don't even need to take those calls no more. Like, I move with who I'm moving. My circle is small. So I, t- I, I got the opportunity to turn down Reebok because that don't go with what I'm, I'm rocking with right now. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, the numbers, we be like impressed with the numbers and impressed with the validation and impressed with the clock. I might even want to rock with Viacom. Because they might be you. snakes for real. Yeah. I don't know you understand what I'm saying? No, I'm just because a lot of people believe that. They won't, they won't believe in you. Like, she could have six figures in the bank. She could own all her stuff free and clear. She could have clout from here, you know what I'm saying, to Chicago. And they won't think she legit until they see her on BT and with a, a blue verified check. Uh, but everything uh, I just said is stuff people spend a whole lifetime not being able to create or produce. Yeah, they, and they, it's more than enough. cheap popularity. You see what I'm said, saying? Like being right. on a t- reality show, these people, one, they're famous, two, they don't have any money. For real. They live in a condo at best. They live in a that condo. That they pay for. They're, they're working a regular job yeah. and they're in a worse position by far than any of us because you can't even get a good job now. Somebody knows you're a clown. Don't even right. own that went condo. Own that like VH1 owned the condo. That's that yeah. virus of being viral. Yeah, and Rob, yeah. Rob, Robert Leach sold you up the, up the river and Not now sure. you look dumb. 
Yeah. And that's it. That's and so that's what I'm, I think back to the conversation about the, the revolution not being televised, the same thing is for it's music. Never, it, and the reason I... It will never televise it again. The reason that I bring up the issue of music all the time is one of my favorite quotes says, um, allow me to control the media. I think it was either Socrates or Aristotle. Allow me to control the media and I care not who write a nation's laws. Meaning, Beyonce is more powerful than George Bush. Barack Obama. She is. Donald Trump. Oh, matter of fact, that's that's even back to what I said. Oh, actually, got more No, I I I argue that because George W. Bush uh, cheated the voting election that year. They said voter dying at all the celebrities. He beat them. Even beyond Mm. politics. Even beyond politics, we talk about we don't even get the opportunity. We don't even have oppor- behind the message. Oh, he got the oil. She programmed the Beehive over the past twenty years with Destiny's Child up until this point. She owns some of their minds, their souls, their buying habits, what they name in their kids, how it's they wear their hair, mm-hmm. how they buy their clothes, and how they drive and dance and, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, what I'm telling you is. While we need to focus on and not even even the influence that you have, I don't even think you understand how much I look up to you. And I'm your auntie. I look up to all of y'all. The opportunity that y'all have even right now with this camera and the, and the content that y'all are making, y'all literally can program the next generation, whether that be for entrepreneurship or to be um, a, a worker. You know what I'm saying? Whether that be to be a free thinker or to be a slave. And so what I'm saying is we may never get the people in office that we want. You understand? As long as this is a d- democracy, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. As long as the democracy is in a capitalist society, it still don't matter because we can write our own tickets. And if you teach this next generation through music, through the podcast, through movies and short films and documentaries to think for yourself and don't wait for somebody to be, a, be self-reliant, be a self-starter, what Moses was talking about in the last show, then you got the whole next generation and they straight. And so that's what I'm saying. Like We need to not downplay the music. You know what I'm saying? We need to not downplay what y'all are doing even right now. Because you literally are shaping the minds and the hearts of the next generation. It's the easiest way to get that uh, message across in a way that isn't bombarding your audience. If you, like, the same way, I think I read a tweet on Twitter. One of my good friends said that a lot of people kind of look at Nip as, oh, well, he's just a gang member. He's just a rapper. Why y'all so hurt that this man died? But if you paid attention to not only what he said in his music, yeah. but what he actually did, what he said in interviews, what the person was telling you as well as the rapper, mm-hmm. you would have put two together that, wow, this was just a way to get my attention. Mm-hmm. This was his foot in the wow. door of my home. Yeah. And once I finally realized what the message was, and it was in tune with my own, that's when we became yeah. family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, man. I, I watch more Nipsey interviews and listen to him talk than I listen to his music. Same here. I really just I'm got all the music for Victory Lap. I mean, I know songs from the prior projects, but I wasn't listening to them I all. all about his I, I, I've been a Nip fan since the yeah. 100 Miles of Running tape where he had the blue Dodger hat on and the little drawing and stuff behind him on live mixtapes. I don't even know live mixtapes until then. Mm-hmm. But. From then all the way up until now, he was talking about victory lap and stuff back then. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand it. It just sounded cool. So I listened to it and I vibed to the beat until I realized he was speaking about his past, but as a way to ward me toward that, yeah. like off away from that path onto something positive. Mm-hmm. And even in that first Blue Laces and Blue Laces 2, where he was talking about his friend, his childhood friend that they gang bang together and he had to drive that man to the hospital wow. and somebody you grew up with practically your brother you got to tell him matter of fact we'll just drop you in the back and slide mm-hmm. I got I got your weed all the cash is mine mm-hmm. I have them both 
back to the set to you, to you back on live. I think he's got died in the you hospital. You can't even hear from him. Because of the lifestyle he had chosen versus if it was positive right. and he did get hurt, you rushing him to the hospital, you right there every moment. Yeah. Yeah. And you got colors on him too with blood on him. He got colors with blood on him. Yeah. So what y'all look like? Just even what came from his death, you know what I'm saying, with the um and you the truth see. and stuff that they're, yeah, they're and having out there. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's two weeks yeah. today. And that's going to be permanent, man. I think that's going to be permanent. That's, I really do. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't think that's going to die down no time soon. No, it's impossible. It's not. He got the right people in force and we yeah. reached we reached that head like y'all were saying earlier. We got to that point that where turn. people were already they tired over of it. everything. They over and it. then after seeing him get gunned down, that was the ice. So senseless, yeah. so so wasteful, so wasteful. Mm-hmm. And I'm 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 optimistic because they mean, killed him while he was helping somebody. Exactly. exactly in the place where he did it at that and whole they, place he built. Crazy. And they see it even beyond like the conspiracy theories and just how we feel about it not being there. The physically, the people that. Even if you hated the man, but never would go to the point to hurt him, they knew it didn't make sense. And that's why they're out there having meetings and stuff right now. Like, the, you know what I'm saying? The rolling 60s and, and all of that stuff, like having meetings about it. I was saying, was, they I said he brought together 54 gang leaders. Since he died? Or no, in, before, while he was alive? Yeah, while he was alive. Yeah. He brought together 54 gang leaders in California and got them to call the truth. They basically, like, they figured, yeah. Absolutely. They're basically like figuring out, they're trying to put together a football league like mm-hmm. Snoop had, yeah. but make it to where it ain't so local. He's trying to have it yeah. to where it's yeah. all these Nation different hoods involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they for sure was mad about that. They gonna do, and when, again, I'm not taking out of church one of my favorite scriptures, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I have not read it in years. It basically said, and it was talking about Jesus, unless a corn of wheat falls to the ground, there won't be no harvest. Meaning, unless a seed goes in the ground, and when a seed goes in the ground, it dies. It's crushed, and it's basically obliterated in its original state, and then the sprout comes up. It's people, and I can't tell you how many tweets I saw. Like, I didn't know who he was till he died, mm-hmm. and now I'm inspired. I mean, I mean, Caucasians in Hollywood, mm-hmm. the upper echelon mm-hmm. of Hollywood. Like, I'm calling my, my prestige into question, because he had less than I have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got an Oscar, and I'm a billionaire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he did less than what I'm doing. I need to I need to question my existence. Mm-hmm. You understand? Know because he's dead. And now people calling truces and stuff. Because he's dead. I see so many people in that hashtag saying, I'm gonna change my life. Mm-hmm. Never met the man, never listened to his music. And so they thought they was doing something, but that's what I'm saying about it's all divine, it's been here, it's gonna be here, it keep turning, it's going how it's supposed to go. Because that man passed away, his life is literally a seed yeah. in the ground now. And we're gonna see a harvest. And that's why I'm saying I'm so optimistic about this movement. And it's it's taken me ten years to get to this point. Where I'm confident in my gifts, I'm confident in my pen. I believe there's an avenue for me. There's a tribe that's waiting to hear my music. I'm, you know, and I'm just ready. And it's it's about positivity. And I think that's just that's gonna be the new genre, for real. It's just if you ain't talking about building us up, you're trying to kill us, raping our women, all that dumb stuff on on wax. We don't got no love for you. I think that's gonna be the next move. Even how they came down on Kodak Black. Even yeah. how they came down on Kodak Black because of how he was talking about Lauren. We're not here for that stuff. No because that, that that was a statement of foolishness towards the queen who lost the king. Yeah. No, no one's going to stand for that, that no. at all. No. No. I cut into so many niggas. And I'm a Kodak fan. Yeah. I cut into so many niggas justifying that. Yeah, they tried it. They did. So many, they they tried tried it. I, I, I saw a couple and I was like, I don't see nothing wrong with this. And I was like, it's just the fact that that was an instant unfollow. Right. Yeah. 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 Y
Like, like you can't even get a gig out here now. Yeah. The amount of disrespect you have by yourself just to make that utterance at this time. Like, this barely in the ground. Passing. Barely in the ground. Yeah, and everybody sees it as harmless. No, this is the problem. This is basically a culmination of everything that was wrong with the community yeah. that got instilled into a young black boy who didn't have no guidance in his community. Mm, right. And now he out here running wild because he got money from robbing an X, Y, and Z. Why the government ain't take care of him? Because he's yeah. not a threat to them. No, right. he's, he's what they want. He's yeah. what they he's want. They would love to have more Kodak Blacks and they would love to have less names. Less names. Mm-hmm. That's why 21 Savage got, uh, like got arrested. Mm-hmm. Who was that? So I told started giving crap to 21 Savage right. for right. Well, you're doing something in the community. They, they hate that young black people with money are no, doing shit. Like that they that influence, bro. They jumped off the porch into the, into the area that they definitely don't want niggas in. He said, I'm finna teach financial stability to yeah, black, young black men. Yes. Yeah. A high profile. They was like, nigga, you got life for <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You out of America, man. They tried to deport them. They were doing stuff like that. It was like Killer Mike from Run the Jewels and then Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm gonna teach you young black people about stocks and have an academy and I'm making vitamins. He was on Joe Rogan saying that shit. And I'm like, the problem with saying anything like that when you are black is you'll disappear. Yeah, you can't talk like Even that. Even if you're a white guy, probably they crashed that one white like dude's that. car. They said he was taking meth and all sort of nonsense. They literally jacked into his car digitally and crashed him into a wall and killed him. And I'm gonna be honest, man. Even the issue with the popularity of podcasts and stuff. If I if I say and I'm so not being disrespectful when I say this, the mistake that a lot of our people are making, and even because some people saying like they took it because of the Doctor CV documentary or whatever. That he's getting ready to make or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And after I, I read more, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. But I think just this, um, with social media and people have an opportunity to go live and have an audience and getting validated, we talking too much. Well, it's how they get you mm-hmm. to you know talk to. Like I said, we are currently like jacked into much. the matrix. Like we are, people are letting everybody else way too far into it. It's like you put out a documentary, you don't announce you're doing a documentary. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Like when you're writing for Vice, you don't announce, hey, I'm a writer, undercover writer for Vice. You just go just undercover. Exactly. Your work comes out it. and then you're done. You walk away. And you exactly. What you about to say, Queen? You about to say something? Oh, I was just going to say that because when you announce what you're trying to do, they're either going to get in your office or they're going to stop. Yeah. Uh, they send an agent of chaos yeah. over to you. Right. Yeah, once versus when you just drop it and they like it's too late. All of this shit, you because they can stop the publishing. You can't. You can't. If it's already done, already went to the publisher. It's already oh, it's on the way out. It's it's. Hey, talk to them. Talk to them. It's a lot We we need a lot more Nissans and a lot less Kodaks. We need a lot more Beyonces and a lot less Cardis. And I'm not a Beyonce head, but the way Beyonce moves, she's appropriate. She's a genius. Like she's it. a freaking genius. You'll never know what she's about to do. Of course, people that gotta know, like secure contracts and you know all of that. Yeah, marketing stuff. teams and all that. Yeah, jazz, they know, but, it's, but it's they sign not as close. Yeah, it's not. Exactly. It's, you it's not crazy. and like fighting people. Hope, and I will hope that that goes out in this next generation and this next wave that we talk about. I'm guilty of it too. You know, what I'm saying that you just put it in a song and put it in a way where people that are supposed to know will know, mm-hmm. and everybody else just in the dark about it. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's getting us in a lot of trouble too. As a people, people just announcing too much stuff. Like you gotta tell everything. Well, people well, get the they get the jitters almost. That that was almost to like y'all saying where the success came in. Even back in the sixties, the Black Panther movement, the Civil Rights Movement, it was. It wasn't announcing out to the public. It was announcing amongst each other. You know, right. Just, just sit in yeah. over here and pass yeah. that word around. They had don't to infiltrate them organizations. Don't call nobody. Exactly. Don't do nothing. Walk up to his house. Y'all go somewhere where it ain't loud. It. And then y'all talk about this. Versus somebody like J. Edgar Hoover 
coming along in a time where we were more so about announcing it out in the open. Mm -hmm. And he said it himself in the report that they found and they put in that Fred Hampton documentary that the single greatest threat to the U.S. government is the education unification of the black race. And I was mm -hmm. like... Facts. Facts. What? Be on top of that. <laughs> what? That's on wax. Like, that's an of. official U.S. government document, and they don't shun that. They didn't remove that from the record books. Nothing. In the Come same out. way, they killed MLK, and they said the nurse at the hospital finished it off. Wasn't even a bullet. No, the nurse. The nurse said the doctor did. I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And she on her deathbed mm -hmm. confessed to witnessing it. And, and, and that's that's mm -hmm. the crazy part. You can't. You really can't stop the truth. Like you can't stop the movement. Oh, no they always how many years they killed. Right, it always comes out, or it's a diary. You find your diary, or yeah. you wrote it down. You made the envelope, gave it. Make sure you say this. Like it's getting out. And I guarantee you, if Eric Holder ever makes the mistake of trying to tell anybody that is in mainstream media oh, about how the government for real, for real handled the Nipsey Hussle situation, which is just like the Fred Hammond situation in my eyes, that's it. No more Eric Holder. He's gonna be deleted. It's also ironic how they're, they're trying to push what's-his-name out into the open now, who's too. That? Eric Holder Jr., who's a candidate for president or somebody like that. What? Oh, for senator or some political... Yeah, yeah. Some, some political name? office. His name is literally Eric Holder Jr. The same, the the same exact name. In the podcast, right there. We can't say nothing after that on, 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 on uh, Wax. That's crazy. Yo, that's deep. I'm mm. saying. I see now. I'm having to put my Google. Well, now they're trying to program right. the name into people's subconscious. I'm well, and so they would say, like they they would say three I'm names when it's an assassin. Just to Eric sit here and be experiencing it is like, That's wow, like y'all are really executing and y'all don't understand it no matter how much y'all execute. It's in plain sight. It's a tidal wave. You can't stop it. In like she's saying, that positivity. You can't stop it. The unity, you can't stop it. They can't kill us all. Right. No, they can just try and program people. They program, it's, it's honestly, it's dummies too. That's how you get programmed. If you're either you're a kid or you're, you get older and then you just yeah. kind of plug in. Or like uh, a prime example of the government being ahead is um, the HTC. There's an HTC Vibe 3D, uh, you know, gaming system or whatever, that, whatever it's called. The patent for this item was, came out in 1958, I believe. Mm -hmm. It is... To a T, exactly the HTC vibe. No differences. It is a. I looked at it and said, "Wow, it's HTC vibe." Looked at the date, nineteen fifty-eight. What's the HTC vibe? It's the three D headset things that come out, so you can live in like a or I guess a surrogate world. It'd be like the Avatar thing, where it's like you're in a different worlds, where it's every different video game. It was. It was. This thing came out. The technology was developed about fifty years. They, they, and they then, like, they get it out. Or they disseminate it through information. Yeah, that's on, that's on NASA website. Yeah. That they're 50 years ahead of the general public. No, 100%. I'm saying, no, you can look at the actual uh, patent dates for all these things and see exactly the date that it was patented and they started using it. So it's like, whoa. And that's you just decided to not bring it up until now? Again, that's why the media is so powerful because with the internet, anything we want to know about every conspiracy theory known to man is accessible to us. You can, say, open, yeah, you can look at the classified so papers and patent Or you're just so programmed or so plugged in. You wouldn't believe it. You'll find a way to dismiss it. Well, they tell you it's hysteria. It's everybody saying the sky is red and you know it's blue, but guess what? It's red now. So, mm -hmm. there you go. Yeah. Now, that is what, that's what we currently live in. It's like when people go, oh, but they have money. What that? What does that mean? Yes. Yeah, they have, that, that's intelligence? That, that a measurement of wealth is saying, oh, this guy's this much smart? Yeah. No, they're a dummy. They're still a dummy. What are they going to do if you're trapped in an island? You're, you're both going to die. Nah, money person, will not save you. The person who's marketing him, the people behind they're him. They're the geniuses. are putting his message out there. Yeah. 
They are the yeah, they're dev team. Those are people doing the work. This person is just a vehicle for us we to get our work out. People, uh, um, we only need a, a small group. Like I said, a small nucleus. No, you're all right. Oh, gorilla glass. That's awesome. No, you'll know if it pops and makes it unmistakable. <laughs> Talk about that day. Uh, we don't talk about the music that much. We got the Cardi B and that change. Oh, yeah. You didn't want to Should we talk more about the music? Leave it there. I like, like I said, your Cardi B comment. Turn. I asked him if he wanted to ask me anything else about the music. Because after the whole Cardi B conversation, turn. 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 <laughs> now, if Cardi B was more so Lil John like and was actually super intelligent as a person, see, right, was of a completely different message. I turn off my persona and we sit down and have a real conversation, yeah. but it's like, no, you can't even do that. Like, you just she smiles, and it was like, if you have anything to say, she'll smile. On which a, is on a, like a divine uh, platform, though. Again, I'm not trying to get a church, but one of my favorite scriptures says, uh, "God even uses wicked people for His purpose." Oh, hundred percent. You understand what I'm saying? And so. I'm not saying she wicked. She you, you, you gotta be able to see that it exists to know that it's there. You don't know what the outcome's gonna be until the outcome is the outcome. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just gotta chill and see what happens. She playing a role. She's playing oh, a role. 100%. It's a role that's, like I said, it's, it's not a role that it was just a vacuum. They need the, yeah. the next one. But it's Even just, bigger than that. This is just the worst one. Even bigger than that. I think I think she's a poster child for the degradation of, even though she's not black, they are using her as a caricature. Of the black woman. hundred percent. I believe that That's why she like is the most child for degradation of the black woman. Mm-hmm. And so for every time we see Cardi, like we see what some of us have become in one way or another. Like we all got a piece of ratchet. Mm-hmm. Or have been participating in ratchet behavior. Everyone has dirty in one, parts, way or, yeah. in one way or another. And so to actually see it play out, mm-hmm. you have some people like, yo, look, I'm not even that ratchet. I need to clean my life up. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else... Like let her do what she do because it'll it'll give us a mirror. It's like yo, we gotta clean up. Hey, don't ever listen like daughter. Like men probably having conversations with their daughters so that they'll move different in in the, in the culture. You see what I'm saying? So I'm just I try to keep a cool head about it because same thing with Kim because that's that's phasing out even. That it's, whole situation it's phasing, phasing out. Phasing the, problem, out. the problem is when we keep we allow the media to keep things prevalent like that. It's mm-hmm. like when your kids are alone and reading. So like because like I remember being a kid. It's like adults think they have control over you, and it's like. No, I can actually do whatever I want to. I just don't tell you about it. Like, mm-hmm. There's no way you can stop me. You're at work. It's just as simple as that. I type it in your password in. I can do. I can absorb anything in the idiot box. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. The idiots pumping idiot juice into the idiot box. I mean, it's not going to stop because they need to get paid. And once again, that's the parents' responsibility too. Though it's a cancerous cycle. You I know it is a parents' responsibility, but you can't like you can only shelter your child so much. And if you shelter them too much. Gosh. Friends, they, they, they get crazy. It's I don't think so much about sheltering as it is a foundation. Educating. You know what I'm saying? Because my sister and I tell him this all the time. Like she did a wonderful job, you know, and they've been through so much as a family, you know, and it's it ain't just one. Like he's not an anomaly. Like unanimously, like all of his siblings, you know what I'm saying, um, are doing stuff that's a, above what they've been exposed to. Like somehow my sister did what she needed to do. And this is the fruit of it. So, you know, and he ain't come from, like, no silver spoon, no pun intended. <laughs> like, he did grow up with a silver spoon. Like, everything he did self-made, self-taught. And all of my, all of his siblings is like that, you know. And they didn't, they, they have every reason not to be. You know what I'm saying? So, I just think it's a parent's responsibility. But, um, I don't know if you have any more questions for me. We can 
we can find out what inspired you to actually do music. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, because I don't know, and yeah. I'm in that for you. I would like to know. You would? Um, I'm going to be honest. It's so funny. Um, Fred Hampton, you said Fred Hampton. I don't know exactly who that is. But, like, the GOAT, the one of the greatest gospel artists of all time, his name is Fred Hammond, H-O-M-M-O-N-D. He's from Detroit, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who that is? Familiar with Yeah. Um, I, I grew up listening to his music, and he had a group. It was, like, the gospel version of a new edition. It's called uh, Commission. And they just made songs, even as a child, stuff that would, like, went over my head. I still, like, on a spiritual level, knew exactly what it meant. And I would cry. I was so moved. Like, I was five, six, seven, eight years old. And I was just moved by the music and the lyrics. And um, I just knew that that's what I was supposed to do. And um, But I never was the type of person to be like, like, you know, like the shows and I wanted to be on TV and all of that. I literally just wanted to touch God and touch people, you know, with my lyrics, the way he touched me. And so I don't think, I, to be honest, I don't think I chose the life. I think it chose me. Because I've been writing songs like this since, as long as I can remember. And I just think it was all divinely, you know, kind of ordered. Um, so that's really where it came from was just him letting me know that that, that was possible to touch people that way. Mm-hmm. And then just I really legit feel like it was just a gift to write, you know, that I had. And how do you feel about people who go back and forth mm-hmm. from gospel music to like ratchet, hip hop, trap, <laughs> hip hop? You was never a gospel artist to begin with. You know, you was never a gospel artist. It's like when you fall out with people like, oh, they was never mine, mm-hmm. you know, to begin with. And so like I said... It depends on who you talk to and how, and how they define gospel, you know, but um, the gospel is the way I see it, the way I grew up listening to it and appreciating it. Um, if you either you rock with it like that or you don't, like either the message is strong or it's not. So, and I honestly, like I said before, I feel like my music, um, I hope so anyway, it's something you said, that's why I had you repeat it, where you were saying progress looks like destroying what was, like destroying that old system. And so, like you said, the business people, the record execs, the radio, they are responsible for watering down gospel. And the artists, too. The artists, too. You know, it's free will. Nobody twisting your arm to make this stuff. Whether you, you get sued or whatever. You count the cost or you just do your, like, I forgot who that was. Michael Jackson, before he died, did the greatest hits album to get out his contract. Or something like that. Like, they did an anthology. They wanted one more album from him. He's like, I'm not making nothing new. We're gonna, we're gonna oh, he bought all his music back from somewhere. Yeah, and he yeah. needed one more album. And he was like, I got old songs they're about to get. Mm-hmm. And then I'm done. And people can move like that if they really wasn't happy with the move. But they still eating with these people. That's allowing them to they degrade, like degrade cool. the, yeah, the culture. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm hoping that my music will just be um, an interrupter because I don't I don't necessarily agree with the direction it's going. And the way you can really counteract it is not to criticize but to create. Mm-hmm. And so my goal is to um, hopefully outshine the monotony and to break up the monotony with the stuff that we're doing. How do you decide when you write songs and sell them? How do you decide which ones you're not going to keep for yourself? I think I don't have the luxury right now to be picky. I would. I'm. I hate all the music I make. I'll be honest. I like it when I write it. I'm proud of the lyrics. I don't like my voice necessarily because I'm so critical mm-hmm. of myself. Um, but I don't think I had the luxury to be critical right now. So I just do the best that I can. And just keep putting it out because, you know, people's attention span are so short now because of how quickly mm-hmm. it's coming out. I just got to get it out and get it out fast. Um, and my biggest goal right now is just, you know, support and resources. But, mm-hmm. like, if I had unlimited resources, but it's all a game. You know, we got to put our sweat in. You got to pay your dues. And I wouldn't want nobody to write me no check. Right. I want to do it the hard way. Like, if y'all knew what I do, like, to raise money for this stuff, y'all like, yo, you crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pregnant right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I work, like, 12, 18 hours sometimes. You know, up third shift, you know what I'm saying? And just to be able to cash out, 
Just give me cash at that studio time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Literally, like, every day. Like, once that's gone, like, balance back to zero, we go do it again. Just to make sure the dreams stay alive, you know? They looked out. Yes. But I wouldn't have it no other way. And that's the difference. And I love it. And I, I'm so not trying to toot my horn. I pray to stay humble all the time because um, I understand what I've been through. Like, I, I got robbed and dropped off at a trap house before, like, in the middle of the night and stuff on the couch with a crackhead. Real talk. If it wasn't for the fact that my mom picked me up, people wouldn't even believe that story. You know what I'm saying? That I got robbed in Columbus and I, he dropped me off at the trap house, you know, barefoot with nothing, you know, not even a cell phone. You know what I'm saying? So the stuff that I've been through, um, I believe will set me apart from the gospel industry and just the, the, the story that I've been, that I've written, my life is written, I just think it's authentic and it kind of gives me an edge. Like a lot of those people, I don't have the right name, I don't have the right pedigree, a lot of those people grew up in rich families or, you know, families that have generations of this, this, that, and the third. And <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about my family tree. You understand what I'm saying? And so I believe, I really, really believe God has just chose this time. Not even just me. If I even just trust me, because I've been through so much, I would never ever try to like flex on nobody. Because yeah. if you pull my card, like I'm done. If you try to read my story out loud or, or print it and put it in circulation, it's a wrap. Because I've been through so much and I, you know, my hands ain't clean. But you know, God is great. You know, He's He's merciful and He, you know, He gives you another chance. All of us. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think he can just trust me with the platform. And um, I believe I got something that people want to hear that's not been heard in a genre of gospel, which is why I have no desire to go over there. Like, it's yeah. enough people telling real hard knock life stories over there, but it's not enough of that authenticity in, in Christian and gospel music. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm super excited about it. Like, I really am. Sound like the same way God chose Moses. You know what's so crazy? I've had friends call me that. Like, Rose, you remind me of Moses, bro. And I wrote a song like that. Like, call me young Moses, watch me leave my generation. Like, it's a line, one of my favorite songs. And so I authentically believe that. You know, he was a bastard. You know what I'm saying? He was adopted and abandoned and all that stuff. And I can I can relate to that in so many ways. You know what I'm saying? To be a part of a family and still feel like a black sheep that you don't fit in with nobody. You know what I'm saying? And still got to walk around and not be bitter about it. And still, you know what I'm saying? Treat people with respect. Even though you ain't getting that same love. Like, I can't relate to some of these stories about moms and dads having memories of taking trips and doing all that type of stuff. And having, like, oh, my mom, my woman crush Wednesday. Like, we twinning, we going out. Like, I don't know nothing about, about that. Oh, okay. Like, I don't yeah. know nothing about that, fam. Like, yeah. you know, and like to be in the house and around these people and still feel like, like, where did I come from? Strange. I don't see me and you. I don't see me and you mm-hmm. and none of that. So, like, Moses is the homie for real. Like, he really is. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. Like I legit feel it. I don't even see why people feel like they can't rock with the Bible and stuff like that. Cause it go down. Like it's murder and adultery and second. Are you talking about the uh, original testament? All of that stuff. The first one. You're talking about the New Testament. New testament. The Old Testament is my favorite. Yes. The Old Testament is, is my wrath and the but, punishment and follow, <laughs> follow, the, follow the line. But Paul and Romans <laughs> talk hard. Like Paul is my favorite uh, apostle. Because he would just say stuff that nobody, if you ever read his writings and stuff like that, he was telling people about themselves. And I don't think enough of that goes on in church where we really, really just need to be straight with each other and be like, yo, you off, bro. Oh, we're not in a a time where you're allowed to be, we were were in no labels before. I don't know, I don't recall when the year was. Does anybody have, like, remember no labels? We're all very forward. Don't label me. Yeah. Don't put yeah. labels on me. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. That was, like, between, like, I don't like know, I can't, I can't even remember when. And now we're like, bro, if you don't get my label right, I'm calling <laughs> the police on you, <laughs> and you're right. going to prison forever. Right. So, like, I, I can't call it, man. Like, just telling people how, I mean, like, 
That's 2013 till now. I've got the timeline yeah. for everything. Yeah. If you ask me, it. like, how it is, I'll tell you. But, like, a lot of people stop talking to me because of that. Like, they, you, you want the truth, but you don't really actually want the truth. But what's the thing about church? And I say this all the time. It's like having a, we blood, right? So we call a family meeting, like, and we, like, blood only. I'm not about to invite the whole cast, everybody in this room, like, to the cookout. Like, yo, we about to have a meeting about something that happened, like, such and so-and-so, we about to talk about this, that, and third. It's family only. And we have certain politics. Every family has politics inside of how they move. True. And that's how you go to grandma's house, you take your shoes off. Mm-hmm. Strange girls is not allowed. Mm-hmm. If she dresses a certain way, you know, and don't violate it. Mm-hmm. And you can't challenge grandma because she grandma. Yeah. And well, so well, the thing is, it's the beginning of time. It's and been so here since before. you is, mm-hmm. you don't have to agree with what goes on inside of our faith. You don't. Yeah. I'm about to come to you and tell you how to run your house. We're having a family conversation about how we about to run our house. Grandma said, take your shoes off for you get here if you want to smoke, go in your car, and you ain't about to argue with everybody. But we act like we can tell you what to do inside of a, a religion or a spiritual system that you don't even really believe in. So don't tell me how to how to move inside of my faith that you don't even practice. Or if you practice it, you want to come in and rewrite the rules. When this is how it's always try doing that with your grandma, you would never. It's just that you would never. Like you, like you were speaking, I'm, uh, I, I'm going right along with what you're saying. That general misconception that you can sit here and kind of test the Elohim, like okay, yeah, yeah well, yeah. he's God, but at the same time, if God created us mm-hmm. and we're complex individuals capable of harnessing energy, vibrations, and giving them out his way, how much more Jeez. complex is God Himself? In that, like, we were having a, a fictional conversation earlier about, mm-hmm. you know, who's going where and whatever, blah, blah, blah. We all kind of laughed about it. How ironic would it be if he wasn't fickle at all? And he kind of went, well, I know you did X, Y, and Z. I watched you do it. I, I, I wrote the script. I knew yeah. it was coming. Yeah. But at the same time, what I'm really proud of is how you rose up out of that and mm-hmm. did X, Y, and Z over here. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to get you in with me. Mm-hmm. This is what allows you to have that relationship. Even people that are atheists. Uh, I believe somebody said something along the lines of Black Sam being an atheist. Mm-hmm. But with his brother's passing, it allowed him to finally fully understand that there has to be a higher power. There has to be a bigger reason for yeah. things. Yeah. That's something that's powerful in itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Divine intervention. And that again goes into people running interference. Like, if you legit just let people be and let them figure this whole thing out. And another one of my favorite scriptures talk about how the earth tells itself. Like, if you travel enough, if you see certain things, the miracle of childbirth, you know what I'm saying, the miracle of how things came to be from nothing. And it'll tell without me trying to make you think what I think you should think about creation. Mm-hmm. Or me trying to make you. And I don't care what you're doing, how you manipulate your body. Your, your DNA, your biology is going to tell on you. About what and who you are, mm-hmm. and you just let it be what it be. Like don't like you said. Like let's not do the labels and the politics. It looked good on paper. Yeah, it's all nonsense. It looked good on paper, but when we get out here in the street and really try to move and make that stuff work, it, it doesn't don't. work. It don't. Like let's get it down to the least common denominator. Mm-hmm. That stuff just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're moving into. Like beyond all that complicated, and you said it too. Getting grounded and being mm-hmm. vegan and being natural and not trying to destroy stuff and create more than we take. People gonna see it, see it for what it is, and I'm so excited to be like you don't want to make kids. Me and my husband want ten. Like I'm just excited to be alive. Like what a time for real. Because and I'm that type of person. I've always had dreams, and it's weird of like the apocalypse and bloodshed, and you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like day after tomorrow type of deal. So and I'm like I'm like oh it's time for me to roll my sleeves up and get in the ring because it's going down now. Like revolution and all that type of stuff. Like that's what I'm about. And I like bloodshed and 
overthrowing governments. I'm talking about making mental shifts. Because the government's going to do what it's going to do. I'm not here to join a party or challenge nobody or do a whole bunch of marching. Yeah. I'm just here to be the best version of myself. And if it disrupts and then it interrupts, then I'm here for all of that as well. So that is what I'm here for. Because <laughs> I will turn some shit up, tear some shit up, all type of shit. See, then go back to the Beyonce conversation. We got to move smarter than that, yeah. though. It, no, no. I mean, I mean in a positive manner. Like not, not, like, not like you know, positively swinging back. No, 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 not like that. I mean, like in a positive manner. Like that's that's what I'm here for. I got what she said from Jump. I'm yeah. with it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm about. I'm in. I'm into that. That's dope. She yeah. basically took the revolutionary part of your statement and kind of She's like, yeah, let's get him. Yeah. 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 Like, the it. light and the love. I got a torch in the face. Turn up. 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 That's the balance. Yeah. Absolutely. Sweet. Well, absolutely. That was. This probably gonna. I was about to say this one's my favorite. Yeah, a lot of stuff got put on the floor. I really just stayed to help with the camera. It was gonna be this powerful. That was fire. Yeah, it was. I appreciate. I learned a lot from all these you. You were super passionate about everything. Jay, think about this stuff all day, man. We be arguing all the time because it's like. Because it's like, if we keep doing dumb things, I'm going to be here when it all ends. And yeah. it's not, like, what? Yeah. For what? Yeah. And then for what? Because you want to stop throwing garbage in the ocean? Like, come on, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Dumb stuff. People are here just doing But just stuff. like the Me Too movement and all this other stuff, Negroes is getting exposed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean Negroes. I mean just bodies. Peak general. People general. Mm-hmm. 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 They general. are. And it's God. And you know it's God. Because, like, well, they're getting so away with it for decades. We've been getting away with gar- dirt the works for 50 years. The very thing they put together like, to try to control us with the cameras and all that stuff. It's and the, the technology is the same thing that's tearing them down. Same thing. Same thing that's tearing them down. If you believe in the Bible, well, the you believe in Moses, boys. you knew what happened at the end of that story. That Babylon is falling. And I'm so excited about it. And that's why I'm saying turn up, for real. I can't say everything because the stuff is being recorded. Yeah, like, 100%. Turn up for real. Like, turn, mm-hmm. turn up for real. Turn up for real. We're all mild-mannered black people that pay our taxes. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's Tax episode pain. Egg and Silver Spoons. I'm Yaga. I'm Queen B. Oh, it's Rosemary Bay. Thank y'all for having me. Shout out to C's Marketing and Design. Shout out to Cloud Captain J, the engineer. Check us out on www.theburbnetwork.com. Peace out. That was fire. What is it? <laughs> Too sick, reclining on a prayer. I'm declining in help. I've been lying to my body, can't rely on myself. But no, and last year I got addicted to Zan. Stop forgetting my name and start to missing my chance. I lay for four months, end up leaving right back. I'm in love with my city, bitch. I'm sleeping my hat. 
I felt hog tied ever since my dog died. He lit an 84 down, that's a long ride. I know he up there, he just sitting anyway. I'll be racing up the stairs, I'ma get to the gate singing. So I can move on water like children at the altar like God inside my house. I love you, I love you, you looking holy like mama. You made a church out of feathers, so when she flies to the father, she know the choir gon' follow and all the offering paid. She gave my name away to your holy house. She like my blessings in disguise. She like a Jesus mountain high, so he can watch her lonely child. I know my God. I know my God, see his grace and his ashes, a jagged forgiving that painted his city in gold. Like everything is everything Like all them days he prayed with me Like emptiness was tamed in me And all that was left was his love And all that was left was his love And all that was left was his love
tears, but...